Let's do this thing. I'm ready for show. Welcome everybody to episode number 47, Random Draw, a board game podcast. The number one most vaccinated podcast on the internet. <laughs> Is it though? Like I bet it's not. I bet there's doctor podcasts. We are 100% vaccinated. Yeah, we, baby. We are. Yeah, Ooh, we are. true. So, so we can't, nobody can get more vaccinated than us. Like mm-hmm. I have licked so much more people since <laughs> I... <laughs> I just got, <laughs> I just got my second shot. So I, how'd you feel? I, a little achy and a little, achy, a little yeah. more sweaty than normal. Uh-huh. Yeah, a <laughs> little more moist. <laughs> yeah, a little more moist than normal. Uh, so I gotta wait what like twenty days before I'm fully. I'm yeah. I'm fully done as of tomorrow. Yeah, is I gotta, my full day. Gotta wait, wait twenty days. But I mean, I'm glad it's done and it's a good thing. Everybody you don't got any extra limbs or anything? No, no, no. Unfortunately, oddly, despite yeah. what people think about this, this was tested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think For of sure. how good I'd be at like any game that takes more dexterity if I had an extra limb. Yeah, I don't oh, like that people say an extra limb is a bad thing. Yeah, I yeah. would love a third arm or I guess something. It depends Not a third on leg. I don't want to be a tripod. It depends on location of arm. Yeah, it depends on location of arm, but still. Straight out mo- of my back. If I could get that thing <laughs> oh shoulder God. mounted, like the predator gun. The mm. problem is I no, would I want have Goro. To... Like I want two more side arms. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah, the, that's... that's the dream. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you'd want that's symmetry. The dream there. Imagine the hugs I could give if I had four big old arms so many hugs yep. but the problem is you'd have to get all your clothes altered oh that's true if you're bench pressing <laughs> just cut some new bench press uses your chest and triceps but like do, would you have to bench press with both sets of arms oh, separately i guess well your bottom set of arms doesn't have another chest i guess <laughs> doesn't have any more pecs to go with it then how would that huh how would the musculature work of that no, i think they're just vestigial at that point right <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, it's like the main hanging. hand of limbs that can only carry a pound. I have four arms, but these bottom two just hang at my side. I, okay. use, them, I use them for mating displays. Yeah. Now I feel like I have to be more specific. I would like an extra arm that is fully functional, okay. like the current arm. Because if I you have. had like the two flaccid arms, you'd have to like you get a pair of handcuffs and put them to the both sets of arms. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Move <laughs> and oh, then I, and then good. I would stretch fabric, and I would be like a flying squirrel. I can't fly, but I, I can glide better. I can't fly, but I could fall uh, moderately slower. I love it, man. We're off to a good, stupid yeah, start. Yeah, so shockingly, this is a board game podcast. Yeah, so if you're unaware of this podcast, we talk about we board games. We introduced ourselves yet. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll do that. All right. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel Mann. With me, as always, Dave Hubbard. That's me. Mark Belial. The greatest thing to ever learn is just to be loved and be loved. No, I ruined it. Man. You, this is why we tell you to write these things down. I usually do, but then I got... I just... Uh, <laughs> you got a little too up in your britches, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I really did. I thought, I got this. Yeah, that, anyway. Who said that? That's a... Uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah, I think that was Winston. No, <laughs> Winston Churchill. Winston Belial Churchill. <laughs> Winston Stephen Churchill. <laughs> Stevie Churchill. No, but the old Stevie Churchill. Well, it was the other Churchill. It wasn't uh, yeah. that Winston Churchill. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> it's just one. another guy. It's a guy Winston. I knew. Yeah, yeah, from Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Des Moines. Oh, it's all. <laughs> Winnie Churchill. Oh, that's fun. And now I'm just thinking of the Wonder Years. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so today's podcast, we're going to talk about two board games that Mark is going to talk about, Mark things, and Dave mm-hmm. and I will also be here. Mm-hmm. So all those things are true. <laughs> yep. 47 episodes in, well-oiled machine. <laughs> Not jank at all. Professional. Oh, all right, so the first game we're going to talk about is Adrenaline, despite how I spelled it. Did you spell Adrenaline wrong? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know. A lot of eyes. <laughs> adrenaline. adrenaline. <laughs> As I was writing, I was like, oh, one of these is probably an E. 
<laughs> somewhere. But I don't know which one. <laughs> it's definitely the first one. Tell me which eye in adrenaline should be an E. Uh, it'd be that first eye right this there. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. your adrenal glands. Adrenal, adrenal glands? Produce adrenaline. Adrenaline. It's for your body. <laughs> <laughs> so in adrenaline, <laughs> adrenaline is basically a board game version of a first person shooter mm-hmm. video game. Yeah, Absolutely. I believe this was a Christmas. I gave this to you as a Christmas present. I do believe you did. You said, I like shooters. And I, I said, like, I got you, boy. That's how I said it. Yeah. Too. I like a shooter. I like, a, I like a doing violence. Make a gun go burn. <laughs> it reminded me very much of an older game I played probably 15 years ago called Frag. Oh. That was the exact same concept. Uh, a but board just, game? Yeah, but just a much more modern version that I think was much cool. better Frag. implemented. I mean, I, I like the idea of any of those, any of that, like Quake, oh, yeah. like a Quake style yeah. game on a board. And that's yeah, exactly what that. this is. Like, each of you is a character, you're running on a board, and you're murdering each other. That is. That, and then. And that's the game. Let's rate yeah. it. And then so you, it you all restarts and every you six years. We're gathered together. Every six years, <laughs> you have to meet with Nicolas Cage. Yep. And you, you have fight to fight an alien. Aliens. Stay tuned to the end of the yeah, episode when we talk about jujitsu. If you haven't watched jujitsu, definitely do that. So, in Adrenaline, it is basically an arena shooter. So, each person gets a character and then a starting weapon and some ammo, which is mm-hmm. nice all good to things. shoot your weapon. Unless you have like a scythe or something, and then you, Less you fun. still spend yeah. the ammo, which is weird because so, I don't know what ammo I'm using. Well, on this. it's like a electric scythe. Stabber yeah, electric. There's like cyber hammers too. Yeah, there's and, a ton of weapons in this oh, game. Oh, yeah. There's a big old deck of weapons. Yeah, and we're not going to go over all those because mainly I, I, we, I don't know. I don't know most <laughs> yeah. of them. And there's a giant reference sheet that you can yeah. read about every single weapon it, it answered all of our questions it we did it's, it was yeah. really easy to use so in the game you you every turn you can use two actions they either move three spaces move one space and pick something up or shoot and you could do those multiple times mm-hmm. if you want to shoot twice if you have the ammo good on you yep if, you, um, yeah. if you've been a responsible shooter and you have all the ammo you need yeah, yeah so so, in, so that doesn't happen so that's <laughs> But that's the thing. So when you're shooting your gun, right, you shoot, let's say I I shoot my gun at Dave. Well, that gun's now out of ammo. I can't reload it until the end of my turn. Mm -hmm. So I have to have a second weapon Uh and ammo for that second weapon. It doesn't happen. I mean, (laughs) it happens rarely. Yeah. Yeah. I pick up gun and I'm going to just shoot it. I pick up gun. I see guy. I shoot guy. Yeah. And then I don't pick up ammo. Then I don't pick up ammo. Or sometimes I pick up a heat seeking gun. I don't see guy. (laughs) I still shoot guy. Yeah. That's still pretty lame. I got to be honest. As, As the victim of several homing rockets i had a i had a weapon that you could only shoot someone if you couldn't see them mm-hmm. so the ammo comes in three different flavors if yeah you will. I like sure flavors. red there's, yellow and blue yeah there's cinnamon yeah cherry there's yum. banana and, Ugh, and banana. blue curacao yeah blueberry oh uh, blueberry, blueberry. Sure. <laughs> yeah dave that's yeah. what it is <laughs> It is in my world. <laughs> we'll let that not say something deeper about Dave Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> so in my experience is I have a gun that shoots red bullets and I only find blue and yellow bullets. Yeah, that's, that's about right, honestly. <laughs> the way it works, each weapon does different powers or takes different line of sight or takes different ammo. Yeah, which so, is actually kind of neat because there's just so many different options you can have, especially when having two of something. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so when you damage, let's say I shoot Mark and I damage him for two points of damage. I take my colored damage markers and give them to him so it shows on there that I have damaged him that amount of points. 
then yep. if I go shoot Mark, I do the same, mm -hmm. and so we can see exactly who has damaged each person by how many yep. damage. And points. if you do the most damage on that person, you get a bonus. If you do the killing shot on someone, you get a bonus. I think if you do the first damage yeah, on someone, you, you there's get a like bonus. Yeah. First, first blood bonus. Blood. Which get... is kind of cool. Like yeah, I like totally. that tracking of this is how much damage oh, absolutely. is done to you. Well, and then yeah. one of the other really neat things is as you take more damage as a player, you get stronger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would assume you get surges of adrenaline. Sure. Adrenaline. That makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. You get more angry. You get more powerful. So uh, like now you can like move two spaces and then shoot instead yeah. of just one. Or or sorry, you can move and then shoot instead of standing mm -hmm. still to shoot. You can move two spaces to pick up ammo instead of just one space to pick up ammo. So you're getting a little more powerful as you take damage. And then once you die... You respawn. Yeah, you respawn. And more fun stuff happens. And you're, yeah, you're less angry now. Mm -hmm. You are significantly less angry. We had some, you had a timeout. You had a timeout. <laughs> you calmed down. You calmed, calmed down. down. Sat in the corner. Yeah. This new cloned body, less adrenaline filled. <laughs> uh, each, spongy though. <laughs> there's all these weapons. You can always pick up weapons because as soon as you pick one up, another one fills mm -hmm. its spot mm -hmm. and you pick that up. Each time you kill a guy, you get a skull and then you play to like eight skulls. Yeah. Like, whoever gets the most skulls. And there's different yeah, scenarios it, you can play, yeah. but like the death match is a lot of fun it's just to take get a kill take a skull yeah mm -hmm. and there's two boards that are purposely separated not dave has separated them yeah mm -hmm. they're, they're as i modified <laughs> yeah, they, so uh and they are double-sided so you can make different shaped you don't have a ton of options you just no, yeah it's, it's a little that's the one it's one of the knocks i had about this game I was kind of hoping for a little more variety in yeah. the arenas. In the like, arenas, yeah. Because yeah. I think there's a good variety in weapons and gameplay uh, modes, mm -hmm. but for arenas, you're you're kind of locked. And like, they're what? small, too. But that, that's almost a bonus because you're also on top of each other shooting all the time. It's not like you spend tons of time walking around. Yeah. Yeah. I just like maybe a little bit of more visual flair. It's like, because what flavor of futuristic yeah. square room do you want? Do you yeah. Want? <laughs> that's, 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 that's kind of the For biggest sure, problem. The, the board is everything, like the player mats and all the cards look great. And mm -hmm. then the board's kind of just like generic and boring. Yeah. I mean, because so many of those like early shooters that this game is probably like definitely inspired by. Oh, like yeah. Quake, like Doom. Like, how many of those arenas are just totally cool? Yeah, or even Halo. Like, like Halo. even Halo. Yeah. It's all the same concept, and the arena, the board itself really was dull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty boring. But at, the, <laughs> but at the same time, I didn't pay attention to it a ton because I was busy shooting YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think it's not something you look at during the game, but mm -hmm. then, like, when you're setting it up, especially if it's, like, the first time playing it, you're setting up, you're just like, oh, like. Oh, so there's the green section, the red <laughs> section. The yeah. This section. is the board, huh? Like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, maybe just like, I don't know, like some natural environs, like a jungle arena or S something. Yeah, just something. But it is fun. There's like four. No, there's like six characters. Uh, Yeah, but they're completely <laughs> generic. Like they yeah, don't oh, have yeah. their own powers. No, no, no. no. So. They're just different colors. Yeah. <laughs> is, that is all Different it is. colors and different shape figures. They have background story, but it doesn't affect any gameplay. Yeah. No, they're usually, they're pretty crunchy too, as far as flavor goes. It is. Mm -hmm. They are pretty funny. Yeah. Like I, I like I, the flavor. But. I did enjoy. I think my favorite was that smiley face robot. Yeah, like he was pretty cool. So yes, they do have DLC. Uh, Tell me it's, everything. It's, DLC. It's, it's an expansion called it's Team funny. Play DLC. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it basically turns it into a semi cooperative where two a couple of people are on the team. It adds a six player to a deathmatch mayhem. It introduces character specific weapons and abilities, and streamlined gameplay allows you to focus on what adrenaline is really about: grabbing ammo and shooting. Yes, I mean. Yeah. That's what it was always about. Same yeah. map, though, I assume. Maybe. That's it doesn't say anything. Resolve. I was going to say, it doesn't say anything about new maps. It should say new, colorful, and interesting maps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun with the original game? Try our Desert Arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something. 
Like how, um, oh man, what's that racing game that we like? Formula D? Uh, Downforce? No. Downforce. How yeah. Downforce just added, like, you could just buy more maps. It yeah. is the oh, same yeah. game. Here is more maps. Yeah, I think like $15 for some new map tiles sure. would be like, I, I would spend money on that. Sure. I spend money on way dumber stuff. Than I that. would let you spend money on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spend money on stupid stuff. Yeah, all like the one of, that's time. one of the few knocks I have about this game, though. It's just the, the arena got a little stale. I had a lot of fun. This game was a lot of fun. Oh, it, yeah. That was the only part. That's weird because everything else looked really good. Yeah, everything else looked great. The mini were a lot of fun yeah i think dave played i think i played as the lizard oh you, i don't remember i think i was the yellow guy yeah i think you were the <laughs> smiley robot boy. yeah blue and i think, or I think you were like the blue assassin yeah thing. yeah but was, they all play the same just yeah so. yeah and apparently the, in the dlc it says it gives them all special powers hello oh, yeah. that'd be neat so uh, that would be neat but it. there was also something nice about just being on the same playing field yeah yeah, yeah for mm -hmm. sure and i i like that there's no dice like you just do the damage mm -hmm. if you have the ammo you do the damage yeah, yeah. that is there's nice. no mitigation yeah and that people have a hand of cards right like that's where mm -hmm. their weapons are mm -hmm. so you can kind of try to remember like oh, what gun do they have like yeah. do i should i be closer because we knew dave had that homing missile but if you're like within three he can't use it yeah or within in line of sight i think you can't use it yeah so it's you guys like, would just get melee weapons and then run up I'm on my business run at him and hit him with this hammer. <laughs> but then I, like i, I got I a hammer and i said hey dave let me ask you a question uh, which, <laughs> which make didn't make sense i, <laughs> I uh, yeah i also made sure i had a melee weapon because you guys wouldn't yeah. stay i don't know why you didn't want to be far away from me yeah i have to stay in that smooth middle <laughs> i like I, I like that it um it really advertises the game as a shooter like as a shooter experience and then we just all took the pinata approach. Yeah. <laughs> or I found this hand. Uh, it, I really enjoyed playing it, though. I like, I had a yeah. lot of fun shooting my friends. It there was, was definitely a, a level at which you look at how much damage you've taken from the two different players. Oh, yeah. And you're like, you know what, Dan? Yeah. You will not leave me alone. Yeah. Gonna, and so, like, it creates this natural rivalry because at all times you were reminded as to who has hurt you the most. Yep. And you could see, I mean, it's all uh -huh. public information. You mm -hmm. could see, like, if I've done a ton of damage on Mark, like, I want to be the one to finish him off. So I'm, like, running after Mark. Dave's running after me. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it would definitely be a game that really is more frantic the more players you have. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It, it plays, I think wild. it's the original form. It plays up to five. And then this adds and then the six. DLC adds Deal. a six. Yeah, and six die. players on a board that size? Mm-hmm. Just oh, chaos. I mean, yeah, it would be just crazy. We were dying pretty swiftly with three of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. for sure. I, I could picture like you spawning at the end of your turn and then like just being dead by the time your turn <laughs> rolled around, around again. I don't think you spawn until the uh, beginning oh, yeah, of the turn. Oh, yeah, that would yeah, make sense. Yeah. Probably for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, tell me information about Adrenaline. Adrenaline was published in 2016 by Czech oh. Games Edition. Oh, I like mm. Czech Games. Uh, they have published a little thing which I don't really understand. Dungeon part? Dungeon Pets? Oh, uh, Dungeon Pets. Dungeon like a real pets I can't wait to review that game. I don't know that I've we'll ever talk about that game, to be honest. Game. I yeah, feel it's... like I've been saying we should review Dungeon Pets since, no, I don't I really know, episode remember, one ish. I remember a lot of stuff, and I've never heard you say that. I think Dungeon Pets is just like, was that that Tamagotchi thing we played? It's the one you carry in your pocket. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. I mean, I don't think we'll ever review a game called a board. We game should review Dungeon Pets. Dungeon Pets. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was designed by Philip Niedick. Uh, who designed Sanctum? Dan, I believe you. Oh, also I had own this Sanctum. Game. Yep, and the art we was have done. not played it. <laughs> we, have not, we have not played it. Yet, like, so I don't recall that one. Stay tuned. Uh, and the art was done by Jacob Pulitzer, who also did Sanctum. As and well. he gives out prizes. The Pulitzer yeah, Prize. The Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> for excellence he, in for excellence for excellence in Dungeon Pets. No, no, we have played that game. So let's wager. No, wager. No, no. Let's wager on how <laughs> many kills bet. we're going to get. Let's. That rate. would be a fun wrinkle that to this game. <laughs> 
let's <laughs> let's rate adrenaline one to ten, not using the number seven. Uh, Mark, how many uh, bullet holes would you give adrenaline one to ten, not using the number seven? Ooh, this is tough. No. Yeah, well, yeah. The bullet holes we're doing. Mm-hmm. Sure. I kind of want to get this is a good seven for me, but well, it's not though. So. I know it's not. <laughs> I think, coward. I, th- I know. <laughs> so she yell at me every time I say I'm going to use a Make seven. your choice. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good coward score, a seven. Uh, I'm going to give this game a six. I'd like to try some of the other game modes. Yeah. Maybe like if I get one that's more to my fancy or like a, <laughs> you know, uh, I would like to try something other than just the classic deathmatch that's yeah. never been my favorite in, game, in shooters anyway. That could probably get it up to an eight if it's like something kind of interesting. I think there's like a, is there a cap the flag or am I making I that? Like a point capture. I you put a any. cap on the flag or you capture the flag? I Your think you cap has a flag on it. Got yeah. it. And then you try to take the hat off of somebody and then you have to run it back to your base. <laughs> you to I don't want to play head. that mode. Now yeah. that you explain that mode, I don't want to play. God, I hate it. Yeah, I bet if I like, I bet if I got a chance to play like a different flavor, maybe uh, had a little bit more wrinkles, I could get that up to an eight though. It's, okay. it's like a pretty strong six. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dave, <laughs> end of opinion. I don't know. Dave, uh, adrenaline one to ten, not using the number seven. How many bullet holes would you give adrenaline? A solid eight. Hey-o. Eight digital bullet holes for me, Ooh, which nice. uh, <laughs> averages to a seven. Eight special effects bullet yep, holes. Special effects bullet holes. <laughs> yeah. Digital uh, muzzle flashes. I I really, really enjoyed this game. Sometimes it's just so nice to play a game that's so simple. Like, hey, pick up weapon, pick up ammo, shoot, shoot your friends. Shoot, yeah, that's yeah. the game. I've explained the game to you. Yeah, uh, it has some interesting mechanics that I really did enjoy. We didn't talk about this one. It's called marking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So some of the guns will do basically later damage <laughs> because it's like yeah, it'll be like, it's like over, a savings account for yeah. damage. Damage <laughs> over time. Because you could do like one damage to someone now, and then then put two of your damage markers on the top of their board, and then the next time you shoot them that all comes down and so you can basically you're marking them you're yeah. like hey you i'm gonna really screw your day over but like later but later <laughs> yeah I'm busy now but the thing <laughs> is it's I, like it's like giving somebody an iou for a pantsing yeah. <laughs> yeah. i could have pulled your pants down now i'm going to do it later <laughs> I really enjoyed the pointing at someone and being like, I'm coming back for you. Yeah. That, that was a fun wrinkle. Like, to how the game. dare you? First off, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I two, will kill you. You get two for flinching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, just a, an extra little fun thing that they had in the game. It is fun. Uh, Dan, adrenaline, one to 10, not using the number seven. How many bullet holes do you give adrenaline? I'm going to go eight as well. I really liked adrenaline. In your face, Mark. Yeah, Mark made a bad choice on this one. (laughs) That'll teach me in my bad opinion. I did a solid eight. (laughs) It is fun. I like heavier games, but sometimes I want to play games like this where it's just like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out and shoot. And then this is the kind of game, too. In some games, you you can kind of get upset, like if someone is like quote unquote picking on you. Yeah. But that is like the total point of this game. Exactly. So if you go in with that mindset, like, oh, I don't want to be picked on, like, you're playing the wrong game already. Yeah, this yeah. game's not for you. So it's like, I don't, when I got shot, I'm just like, yo, like, well, obviously. And not only that, but then you get shot and you're like, haha, yeah, now, now I can shoot now you. Now back. I can run and shoot next yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm in faster, idiot. <laughs> You've only hastened your own demise. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, it is a fun game. Again, I'm with Mark too, though. I want to play different game modes and maybe even that expansion. Although, yeah, team play, map, no map. I don't have six friends, but (laughs) we could invite a dude. I could hire people. (laughs) We could invite a dude. (laughs) We could hire a guy. Hire a guy to come play games with us. I don't think our wives would play this one. Hey Dave, what's your plumber doing next Saturday? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, apparently, since he's only free on Saturdays, maybe we can get him. I, yeah, I don't think I can imagine my wife would enjoy this game very much. Sure. She's usually a trooper to play at once and hide her feelings. <laughs> How did you feel about this? It was fine. It was fine. Then she fine. storms out of the room. Like, <laughs> I don't think she liked that game at all. I think she loved it. That's her. I loved it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know we're getting along is when she's storming out of the room. <laughs> yep. She That's wants usually... to, quote unquote, give me my space. <laughs> Don't you have some place to be? It's <laughs> my favorite. Uh, that is so. That is adrenaline. Very fun game. Yeah, Let's check it out. And it's been a while. You can get it pretty cheap on uh, the internet. Yeah, I mean, Mark gave it as a present, so I assume he got it pretty cheap. Somewhere yeah. around a hundred bones. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, I do think, not think so. That's I think true. what happened was is that I got the, your present too, Dave. Was also a Czech Games edition. Oh man! Mm. You, so we bundled. Buy yeah. one get one free. Yeah. No, it was actually like it was like a just a straight ten dollars off every board game. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. It was a, take it. It was a great deal. Uh, the next game we played was a game I was positive I would hate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot oh about gosh. that. Uh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Okay, yeah. so we had our fun shooting each other. Killed each other good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was time to team up to save our grandpappy's farm. Yep. Not only the farm, Dave. <laughs> The whole, the whole valley. Oh, We're the saving whole the valley. whole valley. Well, if we save our grandpappy's farm, that will save the whole valley. <laughs> That's right. Chris. We are integral to the economy. Oh, yeah. Trust me. As a as a seasoned veteran of Stardew Valley. Yeah, Mark is <laughs> a big... Let's just preface this. Yeah. Mark. So Stardew Valley is a video game, first and foremost. First and foremost, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Dave and I, on multiple occasions, have made fun of Mark mm-hmm. for playing this video game. Yeah, and other things. To be clear, we make fun oh, of yeah. Mark for a lot. It is not just this. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah, please. No, this, this, would, is, this is low-hanging yeah, fruit. It's like <laughs> ancillary. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is tip of the... The Stardew Valley iceberg. <laughs> yeah, I could know nothing about Stardew Valley, and I'm going to make fun of Mark for well, as then, soon as I, I think as soon as I said it, I'm really enjoying this new game, Stardew Valley. And yeah, you guys are like, well, and then okay. he sends us a, a picture, and he's like, "Well, guess what? I got gentlemen, the Stardew Valley board game." <laughs> yeah. and I remember looking at the picture and be like, "Oh, come on, oh, Mark! No. It's so cartoony." And and I have no problem with that. I like, assumed style. it was a child's game. Yeah, when he we, I, <laughs> I did I was, not make I, that. I, I totally thought that it was mm-hmm. he like got a game for us to play with. With Kira. No, so here's all right. So you guys remember a long time ago when we talked about Hand of Fate mm-hmm. and we discussed what oh, video that was games your video game. What I had two video games. Yeah. One was the Sekiro board game and yeah. one was the Stardew Valley board game. Did you game. sue these guys over this? No, because okay. I was just so happy it exists. I'm so, <laughs> well now it does exist and now it does gosh exist. darn it, Mark, it's good. Oh yeah. I, so, I begrudgingly hate, begrudgingly I hate how much I liked yeah. it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I oh. super enjoyed this game. Yeah. All right. So tell your yeah. stupid rules, Mark. <laughs> so Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley is a cooperative farming and is a game, cooperative game of farming and friendship. You are working together to save your grandfather's farm Hate and also so much. such a stupid the whole valley stupid tagline. <laughs> also, this needs to be said. I during this talk, I may call this Harvest Moon by accident, but oh. I do mean Stardew Valley. I yeah. think we both called it Harvest Moon at some point. I was very confused between the two, and then I called it Farming Simulator 2020, but that was just to make fun of Mark. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> Dang it, all that's true. <laughs> Basically, you're working together as a team to perform your grandpa's goals, which are usually like upgrade your farm mm-hmm. or sit make on a, friends. Sit or... on a rocking chair and yell at whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To people mm-hmm. on your lawn yeah. need to be removed from your lawn. Yeah, yeah. Make questionable political decisions mm-hmm. with your votes. Ensure that my votes only help those that are about to die. <laughs> Screw over everyone. You know, those, those kinds of those coming guys. up. Those things. Yeah. 
And then uh, you're also working to to do community goals, which are usually like catch these types of fish or Mm -hmm. uh, craft, uh, you know, or bring X amount of artifacts from the mines to the town center. Yeah, put in a new shuffleboard at the old folks' home. Harvest this many from this season. Yeah, exactly. Harvest Harvest this this many moons moons (laughs) from the moon season. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So, not Stardews. We're not harvesting Stardews from the valley. There are Stardew fruits, but there's only one in the game, and I haven't seen it yet, guys. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. So anyway, you have four of grand. You have four of grandpa's four of goals, grandpa. and you have four of grandpas, <laughs> and you've got six of community. This goals. is a very progressive game. Four yeah, grandpas? Oh yeah, for sure. Four of grandpa. And so <laughs> the entire board is based off of the entire game. Like the, every little place from the game has its own location on the board. You have your farm where you grow your crops and tend to your animals you've got the community where you can like buy seeds work on the community bundle or make friends with all the people in town you've got the mines where you can go down and explore the mines and fight monsters and get cool stuff from them like artifacts and gems and all kinds of rad stuff uh there's like several different locations for fishing there's mm-hmm. the lake the stream the ocean no there's the also river a, yeah the river and there's a museum too oh so i say you said the lake a stream. The stream oh okay my bad it's, it's a, a river, river. <laughs> it's mark isn't a river just a big stream eh, i think it's a faster stream. i'm sure there's some sort of i'm sure <laughs> ruling on what is what some geography major will yeah, <laughs> geology like major turning will his nose up to us <laughs> right now mm. like oh mm. i like this podcast until now <laughs> there's some yep. liquid in a crevasse <laughs> in a smaller valley just be glad we didn't call them wetty boys yeah, yeah. Or the, uh the crick the crick with the water with the, the water <laughs> yeah the crick with all the water Anyway, so you basically take your little pawn and you go do actions throughout town. You have to like work together to make friends and like harvest all your crops. There's so much to you do in this game. Do have to work together in this yeah. game. Yeah. Like, do you know what I like about making friends in this game that is very different from real life? Is that to make a friend, you walk up to a complete stranger mm-hmm. and then you give them a gift. Well, you mm-hmm. ask first. Yeah, you're like, what hey, are man, your likes wh-? and dislikes? And then they yes. tell you. Yeah, They're they like, you know what? You. I really hate fish and anything that you've plucked out of the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I love. I love gems, though. I love, love gems and gems. artifacts. <laughs> gems. You're like, okay. And then you reach in your back pocket and you go, I happen to have a gem. Yeah. <laughs> and you hand it to this complete stranger who just gave you a list of likes and dislikes. Yeah. And now you are best you are friends. friends and for the rest of presumably your life time yes. the rest of time yeah. they will just <laughs> give you gifts randomly and you never have to pay attention to them again yeah. never talk to them again like if you two were like friends in this game mm-hmm. my life would be i would have more time is really <laughs> what it would boil down to sure. i'd have to work on the friendship yeah. and i'd have more stuff I don't more time and That's stuff. true. If Every... you guys were like the friends in this, I would get way less text messages. <laughs> yeah. That is hundred percent true. true. <laughs> less text messages, but also uh, way way more uh, fun things at the end of the season. Oh too. my god! The end yeah. of the season, I yeah. would just like a package would show up and it'd say like from Dave, and it would just be like <laughs> an upgrade yeah. to my house. <laughs> like, I mean, all right, to be nice, fair, rad. you uh, adrenaline was literally a gift from your friend Mark. So mm-hmm. That's true. And yeah. was at the end of the I season. had to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, had a downside. I'll yep. admit that. Yeah, for sure. 
<laughs> so there's so much to do in this game. There, like, there really is. There's, there's a ton of stuff. So the first time we played, we did not maximize our time. No. Because it's like, oh, I want to make a lot of friends and I want to do certain things. So each there are like four classes or professions, right? Yeah, there are professions that you yeah. can do. There are so, There's like the farmer, you have the uh, fishing forager, the fisherman. And the miner. And the miner. So you get one of these at the beginning of the game and it, and it doesn't pigeonhole you into doing just that but you are definitely the best at doing that mm-hmm. but yeah. as it turns out every time we've played this you will need help doing whatever it is that oh, you do oh absolutely like, if i'm the miner like i can mine a lot but i'm not getting to the bottom of the mine by myself no i spent mm-hmm. the whole end of the game mining with dan yeah. and i was better at foraging, foraging. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you definitely need that teamwork because you can't do everything on your own. Well, and this game has a hard timer. Like, oh my gosh! Th- so there are four seasons in the mm-hmm. game. You're flipping through these cards. There's uh, so many cards for each season. Four. You get four, basically four weeks per season. So you there are twelve turns in this entire game then, mm-hmm. and that is not a lot. No, it, four times. It four seems is like a lot when 16. you first get started, and then you realize four times four is sixteen by my count. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, sixteen. <laughs> there were only three seasons in my head. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, because yeah, winter. I mean, winter is so abbreviated because you can't grow crops. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you can't so do an entire section that's of when the you actions. struggle to get everything else done. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's the other stuff time. Winter <laughs> is when I dove into the mine head yeah. first with Dan. Yeah, you guys both had your little hard hats on. You were so cute. <laughs> You're down there, little, little lights, little boys. people. Oh, look at my little diggy boys down there. Just over there throwing rocks at him. Take yeah. this rock. Take, Take this, this rock. <laughs> do something with this rock. Build stairs with this rock. <laughs> Dave is right. There is a very hard timer that's involved mm. in this game, and there's a lot of stuff to do. Because you have your four grandfather mm-hmm. goals, and then what, six? And then six community, community goals. Community and goals. you don't know initially what the community goals are. You have to make enough friends in town. To spend hearts mm-hmm. was what you get from your friends. So you yep. spend hearts, yeah. obviously. And the hearts, yeah, you <laughs> love. Spend, you basically, whenever you make a friend, you get X amount of hearts. So right. if you happen to meet a friend it's whose month uh, Birthday is season. In, exactly. Who's, the current month is their birthday season. You can get up to three hearts. Yeah. If you give them something they love, you get two hearts. And then if it's their birthday, you get another heart. Do you mm-hmm. think that's why we're such long-term friends? Like we all met in our birthday season month? Oh, it's possible. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to I go back and not. do some research. <laughs> I don't even know how to look at that. I don't, I don't know how to figure out when we first met. Yeah, I don't know. I remember the first time I met you, Dave. We were I, I went over to Dan's place to play Munchkin. When I'm you sorry. Had, you had just had Kira. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all your fault. Although but that yeah, was you April. Had, you had just had Kira. Then that's April or uh, that's, I mean, June. That's kind of like That is my month. birthday season. That yeah. would technically not, sort though, of. Because I don't know. April I'm March 1st. 1st is spring. Yeah, you're right. Nope. All right. Well, Got to have a different theory on why we stuck it out this time. I thought. I <laughs> <Have> thought. <it. laughs> I thought Sunk that you cost. two weren't very close, so this must be why. Yeah, we just didn't meet on. We just didn't meet at the right month. Anyway, you basically have to spend your, all of these heart tokens. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's one heart token per player in order to reveal what the community bundle. Wait, even it's one is. heart token per player. Yeah, I know. We messed up that rule. Oh my god! <laughs> just to reveal it. Just to reveal. So you have to have. That's way harder. Never gonna yeah. win this game. No. Yeah, it, it definitely makes the game a lot harder. Um, yeah, I did read it was one thing per. It was like one heart token per player. Because we were throwing out heart tokens like it was our job. Like, yeah, flip over all the cards. It still felt like you didn't have enough heart tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, you got to make a lot of friends. Which makes sense. I mean, because you think about how much that friends deck we went through. It wasn't like a ton. It is a big deck, too. It's a huge deck. Well, and it's so random, too, because you you have whatever stuff you have in your inventory. You flip a friend card, and then you just hope that they want one of the things that you have. That you just happen to have. You hope that they they love it or they are indifferent towards it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm perfectly fine with this mushroom. Yeah, I I think they <laughs> like, are fine. Like if somebody rolled up on the street and gave me a parsnip, I wouldn't like turn it down, but also be like, what, what happened? Why would somebody yeah. give me a parsnip? But you wouldn't be their friend. Yeah, I wouldn't. Not I mean, I might life. be their friend. I don't know. How good is this parsnip? It might be a good parsnip. I mean, if it's quality, it's a quality parsnip. <laughs> This is a high-quality parsnip. <laughs> so that's the problem is that you have to have made a lot of friends in town. You yeah. just have a lot of heart tokens mm-hmm. to turn them in to but figure out what the town needs. That's something, though, to think about because if you make a ton of friends, you're going to get a ton of upgrades come mm-hmm. gift season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. And what else is interesting about this, too, is that um, the victory conditions change every game. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. they are highly randomized. I would mm-hmm. like to see maybe like an expansion at some point, um, like a, a bit more a few more goals because i think there's probably you're doing four grandpa goals and i think there's eight total and then like each of the community goals seems to be like variations of of the same of the same thing um so like if you're not collecting spring crops you're collecting fall crops yeah and we made a huge mistake the first game yeah like that 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 was going to come up a little later i was going to talk about no that's okay because one of the goals you is to yeah. one of the goals is to forage like a bunch of stuff from the land. Like, and as you forage, you just like cross paths. You can pick up stuff you find in the ground. You can cut down trees, like for wood to build buildings. But there's a a goal that you have to have like spring forageables, mm-hmm. and you may not know that that's a goal that, that's the that goal. you need to do because if you haven't made the friends to uncover that in spring that's going to come and go. Yeah, and what are you going to yeah. hold on to four forageables? So you don't have a ton of inventory, like six spots or something Yeah, you have like six that. slots per person. Yeah, so you don't have a ton of... For someone to hold four things is a, a crazy amount, especially mm-hmm. hold it until you realize. And then you can flip it over and you you don't need them. Then you're like, ugh. Well, I guess I'll just <laughs> sell them. Yeah. Carrying these things around. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that is, like, one of the very few flaws I had about this game was, like, I guess, that I mean, that it makes figuring out what those community goals a priority. It basically makes friends your initial priority. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting, though. Yeah, very interesting. I guess my, it's not even a complaint, though, because I still had a great time doing it. Candy and I, last time, she was the fisher and I was mm-hmm. the miner. Like, that's what we were doing almost exclusively the whole game because it yeah. had to be done. Uh-huh. And, like, I still had fun doing it. It's not like I didn't. I wasn't contributing in any other way, really, because I, I was clearly the best mm-hmm. miner. Mm-hmm. By I, far. Like, yeah, yeah. like, that was my class or my f- profession, so I had to do it. But it's like, oh, like, I wish I could do a couple other things, yeah. not just mine twice every turn, mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. especially towards the end. Getting down the mine, like, so one of the goals is to get to the 12th level of the mine. Oddly enough, that's come up both Both times, too. yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a crapshoot on whether you are going to do it each turn. Mm-hmm. You could build you could build stairs, but you need stones. So you roll these dice, and like if you, you don't get a good dice roll and your pickaxe isn't upgraded, you're just like, okay, I got nothing that turn. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sucks, but. Mm. And same thing with like tending your animals, too. Yeah. Uh, you'll have this like animals that you'll buy. You'll just roll three dice, and depending on what comes up, like that's what you like, harvest. Yeah, like and you're, fishing. Unsu- you're unsure of which one to yeah. milk. Yeah, and some of those, like some of those, are not insubstantial investments. Like yeah, sure. like there were entire turns where Candy was trying to fish, and she just rolled a set of dice twice, failed both times, and her turn was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and same, like that's yeah. always just so disappointing. Yeah. It's a letdown to have an entire turn yeah. be well. Yeah. We have to catch this king fish. It's one of our goals, and so mm-hmm. we have to like turn over the what fish are out there enough times to have this fish come yeah. out 
And so I guess I have to fish because she was the fisherman as her yeah. class. To have entire turns where you roll a set of dice twice and then your turn's over and you've yeah. done nothing is right. disappointing. Until you've upgraded any of your tools, that becomes, yeah, that can be kind of demoralizing in the game. So I think like in the early game, you should probably just like go out of your way to like make a ton of friends and upgrade everything as much as possible mm-hmm. and then try to do all your whatever fishing or mining or, yeah. or whatever it is. It's, it's definitely interesting to see. There's like a lot of strategy to this. Yeah. yeah there's, we a lot did of, not. there's a lot <laughs> of different ways you can approach it just depending on what you need to do like i think our last game we had a deal where we had to save what was it 40 coins yeah, yeah. so we had to be very careful we had to we got the most expensive vault we had to upgrade to right so we had to like make like 76 coins it or something that, that game and you can't trade coins between yeah. you which is no. also miles <laughs> annoying. annoying everyone Pay can go everyone can go to the community and center donate and it. donate it oh, and it can sit okay. there yeah it can sit there like so but you can't take it back out or anything yeah but yeah, it's yeah. There. Like, once you've put it there it's there but yeah uh, you can all work towards the same goal. You just have to, it's an action to go do it. Yeah, I, so you're wasting I actions. totally forgot. I do have a huge complaint about this Oh, yeah. Game. Go it's, on. It's probably one of the ones I had, too. Yeah. It's what's, there, make, it's what's keeping it from there a 10 is for me. not near enough money. Yeah. Or hearts. Yeah. Or, or, hearts. Hearts. or hearts. In the we game. We ran out of the tokens for money yeah. in the game. And, and I think it's literally just because we had to save 40 coins. Yeah. And then we were also putting so much of it towards the vault. But yeah. like throughout the whole game, it's like, okay, I don't have enough ones to give you change. So like people have to go scramble to get ones and like mm-hmm. tournament. We and were like, like using other tokens yeah. as money because we it's were just out. It's like, why didn't you put enough, like one more sheet of coins yeah. would have been like yeah. half a sheet of coins, half a sheet of hearts. I mean, we spent a lot done. of time almost there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty like crazy. So annoying. Yeah, that mm. was my like hugest that, complaint for yeah. this game is some, they just didn't put enough coins in the game, mm-hmm. and that's such a dumb complaint. But like, <laughs> but it was weirdly frustrating. It is frustrating because mm-hmm. you just like if the game's making you save forty coins, like could I have? 40 and there's 40 coins in the game but like there's not 40 ones or like yeah that. so mm-hmm. you're always trying to make change it's it's kind of annoying yeah that is my biggest complaint yeah for sure and i i think it's uh a lot of the other ga- things that, that i did like about the game are the fact that like the seasons have a very distinct effect on the game yeah um the trees change colors whenever you like repopulate the forageable section um there's the, like a whole list of stuff that happens at the end of the season which i thought is really cool different seasons you plant different mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. So yeah it, like so it, you it's have just so cool you just have a bunch of spring crops, and then once you plant the spring crops, like, and it becomes summer, like those are gone. But you can't plant any more spring crops, mm-hmm. which is fine. You can still uh, harvest them. You can yeah. harvest what's them. planted. Mm-hmm. You can harvest what's planted, but you can't. You can't like replant. You can't spring. replant. So, it's not gonna grow again. Like, uh, it behooves people to load up in the fall. Like, yeah. where a lot of this stuff is like kind of expensive when it mm-hmm. comes out. Like, you get a ton of money for pumpkins and right. you know whatever. But like once winter comes, there's no more farming. <laughs> yeah, that game game was very fun. Yeah, we did not beat it ever right we beat it the second time but we, we cheated but we cheated turns yeah out, turns out turns out <laughs> we accidentally yeah. cheated. yeah we needed uh, we uncovered all of the community goals with one heart per i am as we said so many times like we are huge fans of co-ops yeah. we love co-op games so like already a little biased on this mm-hmm. but then i feel like my bias was taken away because it was stardew valley <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So I feel like I I could be pretty honest with this game. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, if this was a Harvest Moon game, I would give it a 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but it's Stardew Mm -hmm. Valley. Since it is a subpar. The other thing is, too. It's no Farming Simulator 2017. We didn't touch on, (laughs) but you can totally get married in this game. Like, if you make a marriageable friend and you end up with the mermaid pendant. Which is so hard to get. Which is hard to get. I got it in the last game on the final turn. Yeah. (laughs) When it didn't if help it were a little all. easier to get married, you'd have an extra set of hands around the farm. And yeah, 
Yeah. But only one person in the game can get married. Only one person can get married. Well, it's tough, Dan. Marriage is tough. I hear you. I can't wait for the uh, Sister Wives expansion. (laughs) Uh, Mark, tell us about Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, published in 2021. So hot and fresh. I'm sorry, Stardew Valley, Valley, colon, the board game. Oh, it's a colon? It's a colon, baby. They don't want you to think you're accidentally purchasing the video game. Well, now I'm going to give it a seven. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's 2021, uh, published by Concerned Ape. This is their first game. They did a good job, I got to say. Yeah. Really good job. Uh, the design was done by Eric Barone. This is uh, his first game. Uh, he's actually the concerned ape who made Stardew Valley the video game. Oh, uh, and so he's Cole... done one good thing so far. Oh, <laughs> it was the it was the colon the board game. It was colon. <laughs> it was also designed by Cole uh, Medeiros, who did Gubs colon a game of wit and luck. A lot of people seem to either think this game is ridiculous or they love it. So oh, I'm kind really? of going to be looking for a copy of it. I think Gubs. Yeah, it's like hit or miss. You either are, a, I guess, a cult classic, you know? It's the real jujitsu of, <laughs> of board games. Uh, and the art was done by a whole team of people, Alex Vander A., Gustavo Gutierrez, uh, Justin Williams, Luke Aiello, Christine McTier. I've had some good aioli. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing to put on a sandwich uh, or a yeah. burger. <laughs> Ed Puella. Oh, Rachel Lapidow <laughs> and Gina Salvador. Those are your artists. Those are uh, I'm sorry I butchered half of your names. Jokes. They did great though. Like uh, the art of the great. game, art's I great. Mean, it all popped. It was yeah. good. fun. It's uh, that board is colorful and interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. that map is much better. <laughs> Even looking. the uh, townspeople, all those portraits yeah. for the townspeople. Yeah, love man. And great. I, it gives you like. Uh, like a little 8-bit feel, some of mm-hmm. the cards, the way they're laid mm-hmm. out. I yeah. like them. Uh, let's rank Stardew Valley on a score of 1 to 10. Not using the number 7, how many friendly parsnips would you give Stardew Ooh, Valley, friendly Dave? Parsnips. I, I would give so many friendly parsnips. <laughs> no, this is a really fun game. I enjoyed it. I would say Five. that uh, I'm going with an 8. Hey-o. One of the things we all talk about, we like about co-ops, is that they should be hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, gotta say, nailed it. This is. Yes. <laughs> this is this is. For a game of farming and friendship, there's also... Copious amounts of struggle. Yeah. I have a question for you, Mark. I have an answer, maybe. So for this game, how does it scale with player count? That is a good question because everything becomes significantly easier to unlock if you have two versus four, mm. but also you're working with fewer, like, yeah, half we as played many it actions. with three the first time. Played it with three the first and time. And we didn't and have a forager, I want to say. Mm-hmm. We did not have the forager. And there's only four classes. So, like, if you play with mm-hmm. four, you're playing with all you're four playing classes. with all four classes. Um, so, like, instead of costing four hearts to do a community goal, like, to even see what it is it oh it would cost two, two, two or three oh, okay so and same thing with like um a lot of the other goals like the vault where it's like you have to have uh eight coins per player oh so when we were playing with four that's why we ran out of money yeah yeah needed so, all the money but that money problem money. we had in the three-player game yeah like, we never it, had enough money it's it seemed like it's always like in short supply gotcha yeah uh dan stardew valley one to ten not using seven how many friendly parsnips would you give this i would give this game i honestly thought about giving it a ten because I both times I've played it, it was so good. But why isn't there enough money or hearts? <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's such a glaring issue and so easily resolvable that I just don't understand mm-hmm. why it wasn't in there. So I'm gonna give it a nine. Man, I I just love this game. I would play it all the time. It's so <laughs> it's it's funny because Mark was explaining it. I was kind of like ignoring oh boy, him a little bit. Like, oh. <laughs> oh boy, like, here, here we go. go. And then like two rounds in, I am like in the zone playing this game, and I'm like, oh crap! Like I might really like this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, something's happened. I really like enjoy 
enjoy this game. Mm-hmm. It's so, awful. Yeah, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> I hate to admit things like this, but we were, yeah. And, uh, so good. To be, we were playing on the standard difficulty. I should add too. Oh, it gets harder. Yay! Yeah, there's a artisan difficulty <laughs> where it's like you have to do all of the goals plus have all of the Joja tiles re- like taken care of too. Mm. So it's a little harder. Joja is the evil corporation that's trying to yeah move get, in. It's like the, the Walmart valley. of the valley. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming in, paying way too few wages that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That way, all the employees are on. I mean, poor welfare. Shane. He has to work for the JoJo Corporation. Really, he just wants to breed chickens and well, be get my it. husband. I get it. <laughs> uh, uh, Mark Stardew Valley, one to ten. Not using the number seven. How many friendly friendly parsnips, parsnips would you give it? Uh, this game really close to being a ten. I just can't with some of the issues. The coins are such a big deal. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> the coins are kind of a big deal. The other thing that I thought uh, some of the professions are a little uneven. Yeah. Uh, mm. Like there's not as much for the forager to do because after a while, they, no, there's not much to forage. Yeah. yeah. I was the forager and I spent lots of my time fishing or in the mine mm. or doing other things. Cause yeah, I, I guess that makes them great for like a jack of all trades. Are, yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You kind of um, need a forager just so that they can go help out with other yeah. stuff. And some of the, some of the other stuff too is like, you'll just get like from certain friends, like you'll be like, here, have a fisherman's upgrade. Yeah. Like you can do fisherman stuff too, right. mm-hmm. but they just don't have as much control over what you're going to be good at. Like yeah, I think right. you had a thing where it was like, oh, you got stuff out of crab pots. Oh yeah, that. Um, so you could go fishing for crab pot stuff. You automatically you got have, a free crab pot yeah, thing. Or you could have candy fish for crab pots, give them to you, and yeah. then use your upgrade. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of different mitigation, but again, you're like your base generic. Like before you like get deep into the game. The forager feels a bit underpowered as com- yeah. as compared to. I wish that some there the was. Classes. So, <laughs> this doesn't make a ton of sense, but you know, in Descent, so like if you are a fighter in Descent, you can choose from like eight different fighter mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. I wish you had something like that. Like I'm a forager. I don't want to carry the watering pot or the hoe. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I want to carry this other thing, and like mm-hmm. it gives you a different power. I wish. There yeah, was because like there's that. definitely two different. There's two distinct tools for farmers. Like you can either have the watering can or you can have the hoe. The hoe. And they both do wildly different things for your crops. Like watering cans let you move everything, like grow things faster, mm-hmm. and the hoe lets you stack up crops on your fields. Like, right. So normally you can only have one one crop per space, but with the hoe you can put like three or four, like however many you want to buy. Like you can put them all in one one area. Mm-hmm. Right. The miner's obviously going to take the pick, and the mm-hmm. fisherman's yeah. obviously going to take the fishing pool. But yeah. the other two are pretty much two, a toss up. Yeah, yeah it's just weird. Like, I wonder why the, they did that. Well, there's a couple other tools. I know the scythe is in the. Oh, there's more tools. There are. So in the game, there's more tools. There's like the scythe and the axe. So the axe lets oh. you chop down trees. So I wonder if these are just items that we haven't seen yet. But it's just weird to not have oh. them as like starting tools. Oh, they're so they're in the game. We just didn't. Maybe. I'm assuming they might be because you got the scythe out of the deck at one point. Oh, that's right. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. well, maybe the axe is in there somewhere too. Like, that's interesting. Because again, we haven't we haven't seen everything because the decks yeah. are huge. Like everything's yeah. gigantic in and this game, we, except for the amount of money and hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the so, giant um, stack of cards. And no anyway, money. Say all that to well. say this: in my heart, it's a ten, but on this podcast, it's a nine. Yeah, I, it's. A, I mean, either way, yeah, it's a good it's game. A great it's a game. ton yeah, of fun. Yeah. You should. Check I can't it out. wait to play it again. Yeah, yeah I'm I, looking forward to it. I will play Stardew Valley anytime. Yeah, but to be clear, I will play colon the board game yeah yeah i'm not interested in stardew valley colon the video game the video game you don't want the cooperative video game experience i don't know maybe i do now it was co-op maybe it is co-op right i can i can build you little huts on our farm oh 
and then you I'm can... suddenly less interested than I was a minute ago. <laughs> and we can have a farm together, Dave. That'd be so much fun. What's the timer? Uh, what do you mean timer? Oh, there no, is no timer. It's a chill game. It's just yeah. You do your Stardew thing. Valley is just in perpetuity. Oh, okay. Until you decide. <laughs> Dave I've... like looked away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, maybe... no. You just play it. Do you till... have it on Xbox? I have it on Switch. I was gonna say you can buy it on Xbox for like six bucks or something. Right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so cheap, and the Switch is like the kind of the perfect vehicle for yeah, it. Yeah, I bet. Just chill out. That so is. Stardew Valley. Great so we're game. going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to do our daily talkic. Our daily talkic. Every Which day is, I call you every and day I, say, talk, All right, I put him on speaker and yeah. then I set my phone outside and I close the door. <laughs> like and a, then I put on headphones that yeah. are connected to something else. <laughs> if you get the daily newsletter version of the talkic, it's like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, he puts on top 15 minute read yeah. on top like uh, <laughs> so long. That's like, oh my God. That's uh, oh, what he's really doing? typing up a storm today. Buckle up. So, last week we did our first ever Total Hero of Board Game History. I got to say, it was yeah, a real was upper a good, of an episode. It was good, I, right? Like, I, I walked away a, from the podcast feeling good. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. in a deep, deep depression for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, I just thawed your winter heart. The you, podcast sun came out. Yeah. <laughs> you were our depression lamp yeah. for the podcast <laughs> last week. Yeah, I was depression shawarma where I just gazed my. Spicy. Is, are you saying all this to say now I will bring you back down? <laughs> no, I'm saying I. You know, last last talkic I felt so good. I yeah. thought let's March. just keep the good vibes going, baby. March all right. into positivity. We are recording this on the last days of March, yeah. so mm-hmm. we this will probably be like April. Um, April's next week. So <laughs> April, you guys will be getting this in April next week. <laughs> but no, for us it's still the season of positivity. Yeah, marching. We we are marching on into positivity. So as we, always, we are going to continue this month with a little talkic I'm calling. Baby, baby, we board game together. <laughs> is this going to be the creation of the uh, co-op? What? What is this? Ooh. This is good. No, that'd be good though. Well, yeah, I should do co-op. Well, you're welcome, so. Mark, for that <laughs> future <laughs> talking. Uh, don't mind me while I write that down. <laughs> for as much as we all love board games, mm-hmm. and we do, they tend to focus on a very select group of themes: uh, murder and mayhem. Yep. Building yeah. things. Yep. For Xing. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Con- conquering. Yeah. War- so there's warfare. There's usually like some form of conflict, fighting, farming, e- economic domination, political that is, That's fighting, but with money. It's like money fighting. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with that. It's like, it's like sticking a, a roll of quarters in your hand before you punch somebody. Yeah, hey, I'm going to fill this sock with nickels. <laughs> I'm more of a slap you with three $1 bills kind of a guy. We always have all this conflict in board games. So much. But. There are times when our hobby looks outside of like the normal area control and economic simulation and like the game we just talked about. Yeah, you mean like, like just like the game we almost talked. You mean about adrenaline? About. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where we kill each other with hugs, mm-hmm. squeezing with love. very tightly. And this ammo, uh, I make you angry until your adrenal gland bursts. <laughs> so we get through all of these like dark experiences, and it really like looks at the brighter, sweeter side of life. Tonight we're going to be talking about the tender, sweet, and spicy side of board gaming with romantic board games. Whoa. Oh, Fog of Love! Yeah, I know is one. This <laughs> just is just about Fog, Fog of Love? Of love? <laughs> Little content warning. Some of this is going to be quite steamy. Oh. Is this going to be like, your kids. like Secret Garden steamy? Ooh, when oh, you guys just kept secret saying garden. Secret Garden oh, over and over again? I immediately welcome, regret bringing it up. Welcome to my Secret Garden, no, David. Why don't you have a little feet on my quilt in the Secret Garden? Oh, I hate everything that I've done. <laughs> I brought oh, you, you a carnation. I brought this on myself. <laughs> Do you like my statue? He pees water out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just give those little buns a tickle. Oh, look at him, little cherub. <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah. Mm, secret yeah, garden. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what it's, it's going to be for the next happen. 20 minutes. Mark and I doing that. <laughs> well, it's going to be easy to edit. I'll just cut off the end of the podcast. <laughs> yep. Here's my advice. Turn the lights down real low. Mm-hmm. To kick off those shoes, we're gonna slip into something a little more comfortable, listeners. Yeah, like put on real baggy pajama pants. Real put baggy. on the fire. Put on the fire. <laughs> you get your loved one. You pour yourself a glass of wine, or yeah. maybe two if you're throwing solo tonight. Oh, <laughs> I love that it's one glass if you have a partner. It is two, <laughs> two. if you are alone. <laughs> if you are if you are all by yourself, like some sort of yeah. loser. <laughs> time to you get deserve drunk. it. <laughs> yeah. Time to get drunk. Just that's keep right. the bottle. Here's the deal: if you're rolling solo, that's okay, baby. You can only really love yourself in this world I mean, you, can lo- you can love other things yeah right? like, i love board games yeah like i love board games when Smash. i was single still Smash. love board games no if you're solo just love yourself because rupaul says if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love anyone else wise, rupaul does wise, say that he does wise, say that wise words from yeah. rupaul he also said uh when you're, you're born naked and the rest is drag <laughs> Also wise words. Also wise RuPaul. words. So yeah. Okay, All right. No complaints about RuPaul right now. <laughs> I mean, he also used to call email shemail. So I mean, also yeah. wise He's, words from RuPaul. He said some odd things. <laughs> Very clever time. that RuPaul. Listen, if you just say things, they're eventually going to start being profound. So yeah. if you I say mean, enough things, it. something's got. They're going to be either profound or edited out of th or TLC <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Our romantic side of board gaming usually falls into two distinct categories. Ours. Yeah. Or just like ours, ours as collectively as the a world. Hobby. Okay. Yeah. I thought you. And ours as a group. Yeah. Those categories. I was like, Where's are, this going? Are those categories Fog of Love? Yeah. Spencer's. <laughs> Any game you buy, it's Spencer's. Well, yeah. So you do have the Spencer's subset of this. Yeah, that is an unpleasant. A little subset. category that I call bedroom games. Yeah. That's not. We don't play those together. No. We. The, we often. I don't. <laughs> often. We did it the one time at Gen Con. One time we, we would, had our two glasses of wine. <laughs> Each. <laughs> Down it went. And then the second category is romantic themed board games and RPGs. I can literally name Fog of Love. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh man, you're going to love the game I have coming Am up. Am I? Then. You're going to love can't it. Wait. You're gonna love I'm it. actually kind of excited because uh, most topics like I can at least take educated guesses at. I have so little knowledge about this like, topic. Like, I've done it. Fog of Love. I'm in, out. In Stardew Valley, <laughs> and Spencer's you and the, the dirty dice yeah. at Spencer's. Like, I'm pretty much out. Yeah. In Stardew Valley, you can get married. Yeah, you can. Does if that you count? get married. If you get the right conch shell. (laughs) Yeah. If you get the marriage conch shell, you can get married. So the the earliest (laughs) the earliest like romantic board games are the Spencer games. Like they're the ones that you would say like That's what started it all. That's kind of where it starts. Hmm. I mean those are my estimation. What an awkward beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even sure that's a romantic board game. Those are like lucivious action games. It's just like anything growing up, it's a little clumsy in the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's puberty was an awful super (laughs) awkward and so it's not unusual for our current day uh, romantic attractions to be somewhat gamified due to the current epoch of dating that we're in. So you think about like how a lot of like dating apps have sort of proliferated where like it turns dating into a big, huge game of like, yeah, bro or nah, bro, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, or you, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Po- yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, bro. Pokemon, yeah, yeah, bro. collecting them all. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess, like, I missed that era. Like, I was married just a little too early to really missed get out. into the apps. Missed out, Dave. <laughs> missed I, out, Dave. And <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it makes me sad, not because I want to date online, but because I think I would have a lot of fun on Twitter. Or on, what is it called? Tinder? Tinder. I That's said Twitter. You can be on Twitter <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I like, am, I think I would I like have the idea a you just blast doing Twitter. I would uh, be the, posts of <laughs> I want you to just go onto Twitter and then just, res- like just respond to people's posts by saying swipe left or swipe right. <laughs> swipe right. <laughs> and no other responses. Your whole Twitter page is swipe just left, that. Swipe, swipe right. left, swipe right. At I thought this was Tinder. <laughs> I mean, we could be on to something. We could be on to gold. This is Tinder Dang it, I need to know if this is a Twitter handle. (laughs) So you have reality shows like The Bachelor and Temptation Island and Blind Love. They all tend to like gamify relationships in a lot of ways. How how many of those have you seen, Dave? Uh, Fog of Love. (laughs) Just the Fog of Love. I don't. I've never seen an episode of any of those. Shows. No, I don't. Uh, I don't watch trash TV. No, I, I mean seen, I do. Wa- you do watch trash I have TV because I've watched you watch Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I said trash <laughs> TV. Burn. Star Trek's amazing. Mm. <laughs> Two out of three hosts disagree. <laughs> Two out of yeah. three hosts are idiots. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah, true. Well, I also <laughs> agree also, with that. Also, yeah, I also, also agree. With agree. That. Those are both good opinions yeah. we have. <laughs> Candy loves watching trash TV, like Flavor Flaves, whatever, and like Flavor all, of Love. Yeah, Flavor of Love, like all that Stand stuff. Toasty. So, I have unfortunately Toasty seen it dirty, on in the man. background. I've never, I am not opposed to trash TV, mind you, but I have never seen like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette mm, or any of those. I don't care about I. love TV. No. I will watch singing and dancing competitions. Yeah, you though. love that. For sure. Yeah. Sign me up. You'll swipe I, right on the mass Singer. Swipe right, mass Singer. I <laughs> hate everything about The mass Singer and I watch it every single week. <laughs> Which one's the good one? Do you like a swipe right, you like it or swipe, swipe right, you right hate it? Is swipe good. right is yes. Yeah. Swipe left is not you gotta get this gotcha. down for your future yeah for my yeah. twitter future <laughs> if this episode comes out and i forget to check and then someone else takes my handle <laughs> I'd be so oh, man. listen just write it down now <laughs> yeah just write it down on your arm <laughs> uh we're actually going to be looking at romantic games like not any of like the internet stuff not any of the i approve that jazz the board game section like the spencers like back of the store section where they got to keep all the kids mm-hmm. away from those are played primarily in the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that we have never played a board game in a bedroom together, as far as I know. No, I don't think we have. Think about this. No, I'm trying. The only to time we would have gotten we have. close is Gen Con. Gen Con or but we packs. rent a like we get an Airbnb house where we can go to a yeah. dining room and play. Yeah, yeah. Like we've never stayed in a hotel where it would at least be technically a bedroom. Would have been awful to play any of our games on a on a bed. On a bed. Someone tries yeah. to get off the bed, all the barrel <laughs> boys go rolling. We're not we're not exactly agile folks. No. Yeah. Or small. Yeah. Or small. <laughs> And I'm assuming the hotel rooms we rent aren't those fancy beds that when someone moves, the Mm-mm. rest of the bed stays still. No, it's more like the Motel 6, but half the 6 doesn't light up. <laughs> <laughs> Motel hole. <laughs> yep, I get it. Uh, these games are usually designed to tease or titillate <laughs> or to elicit physical responses yeah. from those who are playing. Yeah, lick elbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are the dice. Yep, yep. Uh, we've all seen the, uh, some of these in movies. Like, there's games like Spin the Bottle, Seven Minutes in Heaven, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know. We are. But there's like a whole cottage industry of board games that are designed to be played with a partner or partners, Uh-oh, depending hello. on what you're into. Many of these games are like card games. Like, so you'll have like a hand of cards, or they have like simple suggestions requiring players to do certain spicy actions. We'll say spicy actions. <laughs> what Mark, you're gonna do is you're gonna take the paprika. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna, gonna go ahead and drizzle some of the. Mark, what I want you to pepper. do is I want you to find one of these games, purchase uh-huh. them, and then go on BGG's forums. <laughs> say looking for group. Looking, <laughs> looking for for group. this game. Well, Dan, it's so funny you brought that up because I actually have oh, the names no. of some of these, and oh, they do boy. have board game board. 
Game Geek listings. Oh, they do. I mean, I guess if it is a game, it is on Board Game Geek. Board Game Geek does not. uh, If it is a game, they are going to cover it. I mean, Monopoly's on there. I'm not sure how many like iterations of these games existed before the games that I was able to find. Uh, the earliest game I found was in released in 2000. I'm sure that there are games that I'm existed sure the, before that I'm sure the curves in the 60s and 70s were doing <laughs> some weird stuff. Yeah, but I surely couldn't find any record of these games ever being played. And the first one was released in 2000, and it was called uh, Nookie, N-O-O-K-I. Yes, it was also a Limp Biscuit song. <laughs> yeah. Wait for it. I, yeah. Speaking of Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit joke. I need to say something as about many weeks. Limp Biscuit right now. Okay. It turns out that they did a cover of George Michael's Faith. Yes, I've yeah. heard that song. It is awful. It is a horrendous I mean, it depends cover. depends on what you're into, yeah. you know? Not that cover. <laughs> I mean, I think it is as good as the original. <laughs> I don't know. Their version, they just drop F-bombs in for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah man. It's Limp Biscuit, man. Edge. Yeah, you just keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> That's what? another Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Oh, boy. Big fans here. Yeah, <laughs> it turns I, out. Turns 46 out. episodes and 47 episodes in. Yeah, two back-to-back episodes mentioning Limp Bizkit. <laughs> and then never again. Let's yeah. just do that's make that our shtick. Like, every week we'll mention Limp Bizkit. Yeah, let's quote a different line from a Limp Bizkit song every single, every single one. They did the theme song to Mission Impossible. Oh, did not know that. Way back in the day. Mission wow. Impossible, what, one or like 19? I, it had to be two, right? T- long, long-haired. Long I don't know. Hunt. I was in the Marines, so whatever, late 90s early 2000s yeah probably two or three maybe sure i don't know yeah, sure sure that anyway. song will get you going in the gym <laughs> pre or post couch jumping i don't know when that happened yeah tom cruise tom cruise like, jumping on oh the okay i was couch. like what? i looked at you like dan you jumped on couches i would never i didn't think so <laughs> i might i might so anyway nookie <laughs> Uh, so the way Nookie's played is each player gets um, a set of cards based on their gender. Uh, this game is already sexist. Yeah, yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that. Don't worry. So each gender's cards are divided into three categories. There's the ums, there's the oohs, and then there's the ahs. <laughs> yeah. So it's dude. <laughs> this is dude the board game. It's for, dude the board game, but for the bedroom. For the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. So the way yeah. the game works is you Ooh. will you will draw three cards. You'll set a timer. I'm just gonna keep it going. Yeah, gotta keep it going. Just trying to roll through. Just gonna truck on through. Uh, you're gonna set a timer, and then you have to perform all the actions on the card before the timer runs out. How many actions are on this card? Is it like a little li- checklist? Oh yeah, it's like a little checklist of things you have to do. It's that's, a to do list. Because <laughs> that's how take, attraction works, right? Out, yeah. If you're the man, your list is take out the trash, do the dishes, <laughs> and the woman's card says, "Ooh, oh, <laughs> look at him go. Oh, nice. Repaint the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, repaint the bathroom. Retile the floor. Like, what is this little game? This is, uh, what's happening Dude. right now? Dude. Dude. <laughs> So obviously, Nookie was designed to be played with adults. Sure. You know, for times. I mean, we're point. adults, but I have zero interest in playing this in your bedroom. Oh, yeah. Well, thank Dan. <laughs> I mean, Mark. Mark, you know, sounds like you, you have know. a date later. Yeah. Let's, let's do some we're static have electricity. We're going to cancel stuff. game day. I have something to do. No, I'm going to need the grilled meats. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need my energy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like most. Uh, early romantic board games, Nookie worked from a very traditional viewing of relationships, which is to say they were super heteronormative. Uh, they were gender binary, so you were like male or female. So the male's card is sit down in your suit, take your hat off, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> allow your wife to bring you a martini, yeah. undo your tie, <laughs> mumble rough day at the office as you turn on television. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Complain about Walter Cronkite. 
<laughs> so this is like a recurring theme uh, until uh, much later when non-binary and LGBTQ people are much better represented. But what is the victory point system? Mm-hmm. How does it generate victory points? Is it how many Ronald Reagan agreement points do you have? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes, this war on drugs is going well. <laughs> I too would like no truth in reporting acts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh the the mm is call her mother and the ah uh is call her mommy. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> the next big game that got released was called Monogamy, and it was released in two thousand and one. What a one note game. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> Good so, one. also known as a hot affair, monogamy uh, was a rolling move related <laughs> to dressed yeah. different things. <laughs> uh, monogamy was a rolling move released for couples to better get to know each other. Players moved around the board, drew cards, performed actions, and ultimately crowned a winner who could then pick out one of fifty fantasies they'd like to be fulfilled. I don't have fifty fantasies. Well, you know, a you lot. just have to like uh, three. <laughs> see, is it on the card? It's on the card. Oh, you get to card. Card. Oh, your fantasy. Yeah, the card tells you what you want. Well, good. I would probably draw like thirty of them and be like. I don't want to do any of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, this all seems like a lot of work. Yeah, I, it's a lot. It's I'm an I, adult. Where's the eat a TV dinner? <laughs> look, look, I think when you reach a certain point in a relationship, it's the point at which you know it's our anniversary. So we're going to eat too much pasta. We're going to sit on the couch. We're going to talk about maybe touching each other later. And then <laughs> and then we're going to look at each other and be like, oh, yeah. let's had, just watch a show. I've had, had a heavy too much pasta. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you want to eat last there in that situation. Well, Dave. now I know. <laughs> yeah, you should go light. You should go with some soup or something. <laughs> oh, it's sloshing. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing says happy oh. anniversary like a gazpacho. <laughs> I brought you some chilled watermelon soup. Oh, why? Oh, I hate it. No, why? thank you. So monogamy <laughs> did gangbusters at like a lot of like Spencers and like direct mail advertising and stuff like that. It was so successful that the company, a young upstart named Corpulus Games, would go on to release several games exploring relationships. See, I feel like exploring relationships is more like the fog of love thing. Where like yeah. that is a legitimately interesting game. It's yeah. a lot of fun and we can play it together. Like I mean, we could dining room. play these together. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we could technically play any, but you guys are going to be really uncomfortable when I'm flipping through that fantasy deck. <laughs> yeah, so we're still like, we're not exploring relationships as a meta theme. Mm. We're exploring them as a oh, thing like our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. Now I kind of want to play a little bit. Yeah, so they also released uh, Embrace, colon, the ultimate sex oh, game. Oh, colon. Never, yeah. never too never. early in gaming history for a colon. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, released in 2003, followed in 2005 by Pillow Talk, colon, the sensual relationship <laughs> so many game. Col- yeah, so many. Colons, col- not in my sex games. Yeah. <laughs> sensual talk, colon, touching. Touching. <laughs> and the company rounded things out in 2011 with the release of Word, of Word for Play and the Embrace Your Sex Life and Pillow Talk card games in 2012. I wonder if mm. Word for Play is like one of those word guessing games with letters that I would be so bad at. <laughs> it's like they're all dirty words. I would together. never get any anything. <laughs> We yeah. played that. We should say that we did play uh, Letter Jam. Letter we did Jam. Play Letter Jam for yeah. Amber's and birthday. For Amber's birthday, and it turns out still, still <laughs> yes, really bad, still at, bad it. at it. Dan and I still did atrocious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we all did bad. So I no. could not figure out any of my. I got like two of my letters, and I like you're so confident. Like this is an R, and you flip oh, yeah, it over. It's like a B. It like oh, yep, yep. 
So these early games were used to explore the physical side of relationships, uh, but it wasn't until board games and RPGs began to become more sophisticated in that board game renaissance that you really saw uh, the emotional side of, of relationships beginning to be explored. And it basically moved the action from the bedroom to the kitchen table. Mm. <laughs> Jokes mean, I won't make. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hope I get sturdy. what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> But I also my brain did something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I took care of that for you. That's that an alley oop. That was that was one for all the yeah, listeners. That's low hanging fruit there. Yeah, that's that's in the valley, the Stardew Valley. That's in the Stardew crevice. Yep. So around the time that Nookie and Monogamy were heating things up, noted brand. <laughs> that statement. Yeah. Noted on brand name haver Emily Care Boss was Aww. tooling around with bringing up uh, bringing the wild and messy world of relationships to RPGs. Okay. Uh, Boss is undeniably a very bright person. She has a um, she graduated with a degree in social thought and political theory, hmm. and she has a master's degree in forestry. <laughs> that makes total sense. <laughs> That's what I said. So <laughs> wildly different. I know. I'm this like, is a Renaissance woman. She does a lot of different things. Yeah, I can do everything. You want me in the cabinet room, but also yeah. well, also will... that's deciduous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's also an indie publisher uh, who, along with Vincent Baker, identified and coined the term the Lumpley Principle. I don't care for that term. That is not a good name. They should have coined a different term. <laughs> yeah. So the Lumpley Principle states that uh, system, including but not limited to the rules, is defined as the means by which the group agrees to imagined events during play. RPG rules? Sure. Yeah. RPG rules, basically. Okay. Yeah. I've played okay. D&D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need a Lumpley rule to tell me that. <laughs> I would prefer to not have a Lumpley rule. Yeah, old Gary Gygax figured it out just fine yeah, without I'd, the Lumpley rule. I much prefer the Gygax rule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she also coined the concept of bleed, uh, which is called, which she calls the emotional transfer between players and their characters in either direction during a role-playing game. Okay. All right. I yeah. got it. That yeah. I'm... Um I'm more accepting of. Yeah, like I remember when uh, when oh, the when, Goliath that yeah. Mark was playing w- died, died, and like we were all so like pretty, angry, pretty and upset, yeah. bummed like, out about that. Yeah, like it it ruined the mood of the session. It ruined and, the whole game. We never played again. But I don't want to. Uh, we, <laughs> I was gonna say we played another session. <laughs> we I think. did. We played. Yeah, yeah. There was a funeral for him, and I got to introduce my monk, which was pretty cool. Yeah, after that that was a lot of fun. But like the emotion of that absolutely carried over. Sure. Like we yeah. all yeah. felt it. That makes yeah, more we, sense than the Lumpley principle mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna call it the Goliath principle. The Goliath because it was. Mark's Goliath that died. <laughs> the Goliath yeah. principle. It's oh, very man. specific to us and requires backstory. <laughs> it requires backstory, but not for us. So, yeah, yeah. Fun. Like I could just picture us watching a team play, and it's like right now they're experiencing the early stages of the Goliath principle. I would poop right in my pants. <laughs> yeah. Like where the hell did they hear that? Uh, so she notes that romance and sex needs to be examined in three different ways to be successfully implemented in a game. Uh, what role will romance play? How will the players be made comfortable? And what experience will players have while playing the game? I mean, okay. that second part is so important. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. so important. And you'll find that a lot about as far as like examining romance and relationships in games is like if everyone at the table is kind of squigged out, like it's not going to work. It's yeah, for sure. going to fall apart. During a lecture at UltraConf, which I actually watched the entire lecture, it was actually pretty, pretty is this informative. From her? Her, mm-hmm. She did this. Was, uh, yeah. Her, was it like first, this? first half trees, second half relationships? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Uh, so humble brag, doing, <laughs> doing everything she's amazing at. Uh, she noted that if you give players romantic a romance mechanic, they'll be more likely to use it, particularly if it's well-defined. Um, 
if you give players lock pick, like the same way that if you give a player a lock pick, they're going to want to pick a lock mm-hmm. every lock. Yeah. So in the same way that like if you give them a set of lock picks and you don't let them use the lock picks, they're going to be disappointed. Yeah. If sure. you give them a romantic mechanic and you, it's not really going to work, then they'll be disappointed. And it reminds me a lot of like um, Fief. Okay. Where like everyone got married except for me and I didn't take that personally at all. <laughs> Dan, it seemed like he did. <laughs> because yeah. I got to be honest, like our marriage was strong. So strong. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. strong, and we could have gotten divorced because mm-hmm. one of us, you were the pope. Yeah, or, yeah, I was the pope, so and I could have, I could have declared our divorce no, for us. We were strong, but in we our bond. I mean, that. it's cool. I guess it's the lovely principle. I guess I just said like, we were strong. <laughs> it didn't bother me. I just, I didn't have enough windmills or whatever. So <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, have it's more cool. windmills. Have Mark. more windmills and or troops. Didn't you win that game? No, Candy won that game after Andre divorced her. Her. Yep, she came back. Candy with came vengeance. back to win that game. You should have married her on the rebound. <laughs> I guess. I, yeah, cool, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Just me in the corner, being like, I don't have any windmills, but you know, I'll I'll care about you. <laughs> yeah, I like you. This so. whole thing though reminds me of I think, feel like we mentioned it earlier, the Chekhov's gun principle. Yeah, which is like, so he, if you don't know what that is. Um, he was a pl- famous playwright. Yep. And if he, you introduce a gun in the first act, it has to go off by the third. Mm-hmm. So the whole principle is don't put focus on something in a narrative that is not going to have a payoff. Mm-hmm. Right. That'll be, just be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me the movies about jujitsu and then there's no jujitsu. <laughs> Uh, That's the through line for this episode. Don't you worry. Stardew Jiu-Jitsu. Stardew Jiu-Jitsu. Stardew Jiu-Jitsu. I like yeah. Stardew Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> I would have just liked some Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Just like any Jiu-Jitsu. Any Jiu-Jitsu would do at this point. <laughs> so Boss created a trilogy of games that explores the ideas of love, romance, and sex in a groundbreaking series of RPGs. Uh, the first one was published in 2005. It was called Breaking the Ice. Uh, players assume the roles of two people on a series of three dates, basically role play how these dates are going, and then they decide where the relationship's going to go from there. I did a bunch of years of role playing dates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, think it was role yeah, play. None of them did great. Yeah, aren't we? Aren't we all though? Yeah, none of them were awesome. Yeah, her second game was released uh, three years later in 2008. It was called Shooting the Moon. Uh, this time, players assumed the roles in a love triangle. Or two pursuers like try to woo their beloved. Shooting the moon is a spades reference. Yeah. Is also, it? so it's just yeah, yeah. It's when you get all of the spades. All of the spades. No, it um, is not. It is easy not easy. To do. <laughs> no, not I don't easy imagine to do. so. Um, I feel like that would be just a straight three-player game. Like you have to have three players to play. Mm-hmm. No more, no less. Yeah, I think I think it was designed specifically for three. There's Other a could... DM and two people. Well, I think it's no. <laughs> or is it a DM and so you have three the people. two people who yeah. are wooing. And then you have the, the wooers the and the wooies. Yeah. Oh, the wooid. Yeah. yeah. So one person's the moon. Yep. One person's the, the other moon. two guns. Trying guns, shoot guns shooting. They're gonna go check off guns, guns by the third act. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, she rounded out the um, trilogy with Under My Skin. Uh, it was the final game where players assume the roles of a circle of friends who began to fall in love with each other. And the game explores themes of fidelity, just like us, polyamory, mm-hmm. and commitment as an LRPD. No, what am I saying? As a LARP. <laughs> LRPD. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is like a whole LARP. Yeah, thing. this yeah. is a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. Like, let's begin playing this game. Also, everyone put your keys in this bowl. <laughs> <laughs> if oh. you don't get that joke, dear listener, I will not be explaining yeah. it. <laughs> you may look it up online. <laughs> this is a joke that will not be explained. <laughs> so, using Under My Skin, it was very much 
uh, inspired by a Nordic gameplay tradition called Ars Amandi. Obviously. And, uh, obviously. <laughs> that sounds like... Indubitably. Some, that sounds like a Swedish Bigfoot or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ars Amandi. <laughs> we found Ars Amandi. Oh, no. Look out. Here comes Ars Amandi. Uh, we love all of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Swedish Bigfoot. I was going to say, we have Swedish, Swedish listeners. Bigfoot. I know for a fact we have Swedish, we have Swedish listeners. Yeah, and Swedish Bigfoot's we love my you. favorite. We're just as ignorant about Americans as we are you. Of, so. all, of all of the world's Bigfoots, yeah, Swedish, Swedish Bigfoot is my, my favorite. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's just he's so much more pleasant than yeah. American Bigfoot. So pleasant. He doesn't blur when he gets in the camera. No, mm-hmm. and he is indifferent to all disputes. Very I, cozy. I heard that he's starting uh, to work on his grandfather's farm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. save mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Save it. Swedish Bigfoot is really good. Not oh, like such a not like stupid, blustery American Bigfoot with his AR-15. No, he's <laughs> he's more like trying to make sure there's a social safety net, no matter he's what happens to the other Bigfoot. St- <laughs> stupid American Bigfoot storming capitals. <laughs> Ars Mondi, which literally translates into yeah, Art of Bigfoot. Love, mm-hmm. into Swedish Bigfoot, uh, was designed by Emma Weislander and uses arm touching to Emma simulate... Emma <laughs> uses it's terrible uses arm touching to simulate intimacy wait don't you do it don't no 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 don't da, da, oh. oh dave and mark were just uh. intimate on the show so we just did arzamandi and <laughs> you just got arzamandi dave i did not give you consent to do that dude swedish bigfoot would have been put you just got swedish bigfoot Oh, Dave oh. gave Mark the old Swedish Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, Swedish Bigfoot. That's where you touch him on the arm. Touch him on the arm, yeah. baby. <laughs> so stupid. This is the dumbest episode This is your talking, Mark. You I know. have no one to blame but yourself. I know. You know us. You've known us for years. <laughs> so You know there's no yo, way you get through this unscathed. I know. Which way I know. did you think this was going to go? <laughs> us sitting this very poli- true. politely and quietly. So anyway, when you're doing the Swedish Bigfoot style of, of gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> You can touch hands and arms with hands and arms. Okay. Like, a lot of this tradition requires express consent and sometimes safe words to opt out of uncomfortable scenes or touches. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. If you were trying to communicate that you were being playful with somebody, you could like touch their arm in a playful way. Like maybe, I don't know. I would bat your arm. <laughs> What's your example? That... I would bat your arm like a cat plays I, with a toy. I would like to hear this example. <laughs> I'd like to hear this example that Mark is fishing for. Uh, you know, like you do like a light pinch or maybe Jeez. like... Uh, <laughs> Dave's face. A little Wayne <laughs> swirl. I don't know, man. I'm not playful. <laughs> Dave's face. He's a, a light, light pinch. pinch. He's like, a light pinch. You know? I'd be like, oh, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Like, you know, if you, you really know. want to be playful, you just put a cigarette on somebody's <laughs> arm. <laughs> First, you take off your belt, and yeah. then you slap them with the buckle. <laughs> if it doesn't leave a mark, you weren't being playful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the tradition also has a concept called playing close to home in which players will act out a scenario that they are currently dealing with in their personal life. So they'll use it as like oh. catharsis. This sounds like... This sounds um, like therapy. No, this sounds like a path to divorce. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'd like to do? Get together with my friends in public and then have my wife watch while I act out scenes that bother me in our marriage. <laughs> Let's think through this idiotic yeah. plan. So no, yeah, it's definitely they definitely use it some in like couples therapy where you can like work through issues that you're currently having. Yeah, that setting makes sense, but that, that is a game sense. with my but, friends. Yeah, also game with friends like to talk about trust issues in your relationship. Like that seems like I don't some- trust either. Either of you, I, in any <laughs> game we play, <laughs> yeah, I don't care that this is a co-op. I don't trust you. <laughs> There's another uh, variation of Arzamandi called Open Arzamandi. Yeah, Open Swedish Bigfoot. <laughs> open Swedish Bigfoot. 
<laughs> where the touching goes from it's not only your hands and arms, but it's also from your breastbone up. Oh, so face. So you face can touch neck. face, hair. That's worse. So yeah, for sure. Oh. It's way more intimate, like if you're touching someone's hair. So much worse. Yeah. Like earlobes. <laughs> Wet willies. Trace in the sorts. Yeah, that's playful touching. Do you know what? how Mark's going to know I'm playful? It's when I pinch his earlobe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Dave's communicating playfulness. All right. So, um, yeah, so it's a lot more intimate. Of course, there's like a lot. That's only like with groups you'd only be super comfortable with. That's the advanced play rules. Yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> After you've played for a while and yeah. you're comfortable with the rules, then you can go to it. Yeah, then you play. can jack up the difficulty by, you know, actually having touching faces and stuff. And then what's next? Does yeah. step one of this rule set wash your hands? Because it should be. It should be. Sure. By Purell. <laughs> yep. So as you can see, it's not unusual for games to have uh, to finally have broken out of the gender normative, binary, heteronormative realms. Like mm-hmm. there's like all sorts of games now. In fact, a lot of there's just a lot of like gay, lesbian, and queer designers now mm-hmm. that like design these RPGs. And these uh, designers have begun to put their own spin on what they think of, like of love and romance and relationships and all this. Uh, and we're going to explore some of these games with a little game that I'm calling. <laughs> A rose by any other name is still awkward Again, amongst I'd three like male call, friends who are what, straight. What would Swedish Bigfoot do? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I he guess if I'd, known, to anything. <laughs> if I'd have known that Swedish Bigfoot uh, was going to be a thing, I would have called this uh, well, Swedish I don't know Bigfoot why you colon think the game. <laughs> it seemed obvious to me. <laughs> yeah, it seemed, clearly, that's the direction this would take. I'm going to read you a description okay. of a game, Okay. and you guys... Are going to tell me if it's a real game or, or if this I made came it up. from the depths of Mark Belisle's brain. <laughs> is this going to be a Yikes. usual Mark Belisle test where they're all real? <laughs> Here's what I will say: is that not all of these are real. Okay, because yeah. I made that joke one time, and then, and it, then turned it turned out all out, of them were real. I was mostly using that as a reference to show you how terrible the game was. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this is for sure. Like some of these are not real. Your first description: mm-hmm. Players assume the roles of women conspiring to win over a Ronin. Named Kagamutsu. Oh, Kakamutsu. To protect their village. I mean, that sounds like a real Japanese game. Yeah, I'm going to say real. Yeah, I'm going to say real. That game is a real game. Yeah. It was called Kagamutsu. I, I know that this is going to end in a tie because I'm going to just agree with whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start waiting for you to guess first. <laughs> it was published in 2009. And the interesting thing is uh, Kagamutsu must be played by a woman at the table if there is one. So the Ronin has to be played oh, by a Ronin woman. Oh, the Ronin is the woman. Oh, yeah. gender reversal. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he is a man in the game, but he has to be played by a woman if, if there, there is, is one, one at the table. Mm. Yeah. Or the most effeminate man there. All right, I'll do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your next description. Players assume the role of a famous pop star and her backup dancers as they try to romance her. Is that a real game Mark or made that not up. a real game? God, I the, hope that's Mark not real. Mark made that up, yeah. and it's one of Mark's 50 fantasy cards. <laughs> I'm going to say that's fake, right? That's got it. Yeah, that's fake. It's either fake or super disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either going to be happy that I'm right or upset that I'm wrong yeah. because it exists. Uh, that is one that I made up, and okay. it is indeed one of my 50 fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. Yeah, thank goodness. Well, yep. now he is 51 because he knows Swedish Bigfoot is yeah, real. Sw- what would Swedish Bigfoot do? <laughs> yeah, well, that's knocked off uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> So, your next example. This is an RPG where young people use love-powered robots to destroy an alien menace while also exploring themselves physically. God, I want that to be real. (laughs) I want that to be real so bad that I want to see how much it costs as a real game. I'm going to (laughs) say... Like, how much is this joke worth? Because I'll tell you right now, 15 or less. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I I'm, I'm going real. I'm going real. Oh, man. That's a weird thing. I, it's a weird thing, but I think it's weird enough that Mark didn't make it up. I don't know. That's not a <laughs> good That's not a good argument for me. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty imaginative. I'm going to say that's not real. It is a real game. Yeah. Super disappointing. It's uh, called. How much is it? It's <laughs> Asking called, for a friend. <laughs> uh, you can find it on uh, RPG Drive-In. Oh, so like super cheap. Super cheap. Oh, it, so it's just going to be like a PDF. Yeah. yeah. It's called Bliss Stage, and it was published in 2011. I know that Dave's willing to pay for a joke because on our text feed, <laughs> Dave paid Mark for a joke. Yeah. I have to still do that joke, too. Dave said that he had never seen Mark with this shirt off. I don't remember how that came about. I, I don't. Oh, I think I, I, we were talking about going out on the boat. We were going, saying, oh, I was we were excited about going on the boat. boat and I said, yeah, I don't think that anybody needs to see my nipple because it's very small. Right. Yeah, Let's and, I, see. and that immediately. <laughs> made me think about it i was like You're, i've never been to the pool with mark i right. like never been on the boat like i've never seen mark shirtless yeah and i don't know why i found that weird but i <laughs> and then mark said and then well, I made i'm starting an only fans page for eight dollars <laughs> eight dollars a month and then moments later dave venmoed mark eight dollars i am gonna call that bluff you don't yeah. put that in the yeah. group text yeah. Yeah. So without I, knowing better now i have to send dave a picture of my nipple so anyway that's... i think we all know that i'm willing to pay 15 or under <laughs> if i think the joke is funny if this joke is funny enough i will pay like, for it let me tell you eight dollars to hold that over mark worth it is worth, worth it every it's penny it's worth it for me to watch i, I, took, sure. I, took I don't even need to Venmo, see so i got i don't even need to the see goods. the end results i just <laughs> well you gotta pay dan you yeah, can't just you can't. i just want to know that it happened <laughs> <laughs> all right so your next example or your next description Two gay men uh, during the 1930s civil, Spanish Civil War fall in love and fall into bed. Is that real or is that a game I made up during the Spanish Civil I War? I feel like that's a Hallmark movie. I feel that is made up. I also feel that's made up. That game exists. It's called Hot Guys Making Out. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not much for titles. Oh, no, that no. seemed like a modern Lifetime movie. Yeah, that was released in like 2013-ish by the same people who made Bliss Stage. Well, that makes During sense During 1930s, 1930s Spanish, Spanish Civil, Civil War. War. So it was like a Brokeback Mountain meets Farewell to Arms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's some description right there. Thank <laughs> you. It's what I do. Anyway, uh, your next description. Bears in the woods romance over a salmon stream and attempt to partner up before a long winter nap. <laughs> is it a game is that exists? Is this specifically like for the furry community? Is or is a game bear that theme? I made up? A bear themed? I think that this is real. I want this to be real. I, I kind of think that it's a fun little romp. Say that it is fake. It is a fake game I made up. Oh, and let me tell job, you Mark. why I know that. <laughs> what is that? Every Friday, Mark used to send a picture of a bear <laughs> to a coworker of ours. Yeah, Bear Fridays. Bear Fridays. <laughs> and it wasn't like anything weird. It was literally just a picture of a bear every Friday. And that's all I could think about. <laughs> while you're saying that. Oh, man. Betrayed. Betrayed by your own joke. <laughs> well, that's all right. I love Bear Fridays. Bear I should Friday. bring those back. Especially since I haven't worked with her in a while, I'm just gonna send her a next random Friday, picture. Next Friday, this Friday, send her a, a picture of a bear. Nothing else, though. Don't, there was don't never contact anything else. Week. It was a picture of a bear. <laughs> yeah, it was either a picture of a bear or a video of a bear doing bear things. Yeah, like like you know. that bear. <laughs> did you see the bear recently inside the person's hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a bear I, it's thing like to do. on their porch and they like open the window and the bear's just like chilling in the hot tub like <laughs> i mean God. that makes sense yeah bears are cool man yeah. like they're scary but bears are awesome in russia they're just friends <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a card game about consent communication and the slimy world of seducing a tentacled alien you can't speak to. that's true that's true right because yeah. that's that's definitely true that's, that's a true game <laughs> I like how 
confident we both were on that too. That one's called Consentical. Oh, of course it is. So clever. Of course you it is. I think that's clever. <laughs> that's uh, 2014. Uh, really? I'm super pleased with that Consentical. <laughs> I, it's a good pun. Like it's, it's solid. Good. All right. I don't want to play it, but it's funny. It's solid wordplay. Your next game. <laughs> Dad loves that. I don't know why. That one really got me. <laughs> All right, this is an RPG where players are working to salvage their damned, damned, their yeah, damaged damn. relationship. Is this real or oh, fake? Wait, wait oh, an that's, RPG? That's sounds, an RPG. Sounds real. I, it sounds so dull. It's it real. It sounds so boring. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> the, that's the problem I'm having. Is like I'm bored by the description, so I'm is going it, real. I mean, it's yeah, no it's consentical. Be, it's got to be yeah. real, right? It's, we went from consentacles to that. Yeah, real. I guess. It's What's so this boring. called? I work on your real relationship RPG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, this is a real game, yeah. and it's called "And Then We Held Hands." Wow, even the title's boring. It's so hmm. much about that. I don't All like. Right. I don't want to make fun of someone because they like. You know, someone put a lot of time and effort into that. But like, if it could is you a, like, put a little more? If it is like a self help thing, then I guess I get that. I yeah. that's fine. But I, I don't mean, want to spice it up so much. Just terrible. make it a little spicy. It's a terrible name. All right, so <laughs> this is a game where players assume the roles of feuding soda jerks in a small town who find a new recipe for love. So the game, oh, is this like a love fake. potion number nine thing? Uh, from what I understand, it's this, it is basically yeah. soda jerks who are like competing for the patronage of a young woman. I say fake. I want it to be real. That's, that's something. It's imaginative, which is why it's I'm better than the last Mark. one. <laughs> well, well, that's not. Uh, I'll say bar. fake as well. Uh, gentlemen, that is a fake game. Oh, yeah, I made that one up. This next game. Let me is... know when it's the last one. All right, I got so I can three more strategize. Okay, I got three more. Okay, all right. So this game is a push your luck dice game about dating dragons. A, pu- a push your luck dice game about dating dragons. Dating dragons. So every bard in RPGs in D and D. It's I, donkey is, from is Shrek. This, is what is this, this real or did I make it up? I think this is real. A I think this is real. Yeah, against... I could see a push your luck dating game. Because, like, if you push your luck too far, then you say something the dragon really gets angry about. And it kills, kills you. you. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it's real. This is a real game. It was published in 2020. It's called Cinder. Oh, it's new. Oh, well, that's a good yeah. name for C-I-N-D-R. it. C-I-N-D-R. That's a good name. This is pro- probably one of the few games I would happily play. I know. That sounds like a game I'm actually <laughs> yeah. interested in. All right. You got two more. This game is a romantic comedy simulator where two players meet cute, then decide the fate of their relationships. What's this, a meet cute? Uh, like when you... It's like a, in like a romantic comedy where like they have a they goofy meet meeting. in a silly way. Yeah. Oh, they meet in a cute way. I get yeah, that. Yeah. It's cute uh, I, cuts of meat. I think that it is fake. <laughs> it's a salami. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cutest meat? Black forest ham. When you... Uh, not bad. When you, I like when, the marbling. <laughs> uh, no, Kobe beef. Um, <laughs> obviously, Duh. I'll say it's. I think it is fake. I'll say it's real. This is a real game. Ooh. I've just read you the actual description for Fog of Love, published in 2017. Really? Yeah. Really? I yeah. guess that does make sense. I never thought about that. It's billed as a romantic comedy simulator. Huh. Yeah. That's true. I have heard yeah. that. But the meet cute thing. I, yeah. Because it's such a stupid term. All yeah. right, and then finally. This is your last question. I am up, I am up by one. Dave's Uh-oh. up by one. I'm up Go by one. So all I have to talking. do is say whatever Dave says. Right. <laughs> what a terrible... <laughs> I'm going to let you say whatever you want first. <laughs> so this is a game. It's a GMless RPG about writing letters to a woman you love. GMless? GMless game. I'm going to say it's true or real. I guess. I will it's say real? it's false on principle, on principle of yeah. the point system. <laughs> but I do, uh, I do kind of feel like... Now false. This is a real game. Mm. It was published in 2021. Yeah. It's called, I want to kiss a girl, I want to hold her tight, maybe make a little magic in the moonlight. 
So it's a Beatles Aw- song. Awfully <laughs> wordy title. <laughs> it's a bit wordy. And I you thought Marines or Aliens oh colon. Another glorious day Also the a very wordy. <laughs> Do you know what that game needed? A colon. A colon. Well, you know what? There was, this game was severely lacking colons. <laughs> so which one of you is the most full of romance, Dan? Turns out me. By two. Turns out Dan is more romantic. Uh, yeah, but Dave. I would have also agreed that Dan is more romantic than Dave. Like That's, <laughs> that's, that's fair, not really much of a... <laughs> And this is going to bring us to our final game tonight where we talk about um, a brand new RPG. Not brand new. It's, it was published in 2018. It's called Starcrossed. No. Starcraft. I'm familiar. Star- yeah, Starcraft. Is it about lovers? Yeah. The, love the Zerg. <laughs> All those spawning pools. Yeah, they just, they just can't find love. They're just trying to yeah, find the right those, marine for all them. All those little Zerglings just all those, wanting hugs. All the Zerglings <laughs> looking for the right marine for them. Oh, they love here. them right to death. I wouldn't mind a Zergling as a pet if it weren't going to kill me. No, it's not a pet. It is your lover. Yeah. Oh. Now how do yeah, you Yeah, looking feel? for love in all the wrong Zerg slime pits. <laughs> all the wrong mucuses. <laughs> Um, so Starcross was published in 2018 by a woman named Alex Roberts, who designed this GMless RPG about Starcross lovers who have to decide if they will ignore reason and society and constraints placed upon them to give in to their romantic urges. Oh, so this is Romeo and Juliet as an RPG? Yeah, except you can set it up into any universe you want to. Starcraft. Um, <laughs> I've Starcraft. already done it. And it's I choose Starcraft. Starcraft. I choose myself traveling abroad to Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I, Swedish Bigfoot do? I meet Swedish Bigfoot. <laughs> So I society meet, says no, but I say yes. I say I, I meet cute with Swedish Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm throwing a snowball at my friend, but whoops, it hits Swedish Bigfoot instead. Oh, you think he's gonna tear your arm off? He's gonna ta- he's gonna remove my head from shoulders. <laughs> but no, he's nice. Oh. Yeah, I love Swedish Bigfoot. Me too. Yeah. So this uh, this game is interesting in the fact that it uses a Jenga tower system. Oh, uh, I feel you like guys have seen this. You guys familiar with Dread? Like, this is a horror RPG game where... No, but I am familiar with Jenga. Yes. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so, basically, the way this game works is you have two players, and you're both role-playing this relationship, and then one player initiates the scene. That's the lead. And then you have the follow, who then chooses when to close it. And there's certain... It's actually really cool, because there are certain rules, like the lead can only intentionally touch the follow, and the follow can only in- unintentionally touch the lead. Once per game, follow can intentionally touch the lead i feel like in real life this is mark and i i intentionally touch mark and he only, <laughs> only unintentionally touches me yeah yeah, yeah we've been playing this game for years <laughs> follow and i'm the lead yeah you guys are great at this game yeah it's really cool <laughs> i'm the gm i get to see it all unfold <laughs> just laugh yeah look laugh. at him go great <laughs> how mark is so uncomfortable oh look how excited dave is <laughs> so as you are like doing things like in this game like you have to like pull Jenga bricks from the tower and you're trying to not tip the tower over because if the tower falls over, then murder suicide, (laughs) then you act on your feelings usually to like some sort of bad result for your characters. But the longer the game goes on, like sometimes like more, the more pools you do and successfully survive, the the better the end of the story is going to be. It's a good thing that my marriage is not based on my dexterity. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I have to say about this game. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, so this game was like kind of what precipitated this entire talk. I heard about this game and I, you know, was able to like experience it. And I said, this is actually really cool. Um, it's interesting how the Jenga Tower functions as like this timer that's kind of built into whether or not this is all going to like fall apart. Mm. Uh, and so you can actually intentionally tip the tower over. Like if the story gets to the point where like they don't have any choice, <laughs> but to, you can rage quit the you tower. Can, <laughs> you can rage quit the tower, and then your characters are acting upon their feelings. And so it's super interesting to see like how all of these different like 
elements of like other games or starting to influence games about romance and relationships. It's hmm. interesting. Um, Alex Roberts' follow-up is called uh, For the Queen, and that's about basically like Arthurian legends and romance. So think like Lancelot and Queen Guinevere. Hmm. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, nailed it. And then uh, Arthur, <laughs> so all that stuff. Because Guinevere is married to Arthur, but in love with Lancelot. Totally in love with Lancelot. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see how it is, you old dirty English mm-hmm. birds. <laughs> All right, so as more people fall in love with gaming, it will be interesting to see what's next for the next generation of like romance games. They'll, I'm sure, have lots to say about like love and relationships and all the little things that give us butterflies well, like, in our tummies. Fog of Love like was wildly popular. Yeah, right? it was like, huge. It, it, there was no other game that I can even think of that was like an actual romance simulator. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and it's so much fun. So much fun. Blast. So I'll never forget how we got introduced to Fog of Love <laughs> because we were at it PAX. Was PAX. And Andre really wanted to go see Shut Up, Sit Down. And we were like, I don't really want to go, but let's go sure, anyway. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. let's support our friend. And it was fine. Like, it, I'm not a huge Shut Up, Sit Down fan. But I've watched their stuff. That, oh, yeah. Like, they were spot on with Crocodile, <laughs> I'll tell you that. They yep. were spot on with Crocodile. During this, they were talking about their favorite games that they've seen. And they were raving about this game, Fog of Love. And we're like, what? Like, I, what is this? So we went and played it. And I've never played anything like this. Mm-hmm. And it was like the booth was like, pink and white and all these yeah all these uh balloons and stuff and you sit down and you play like a couple rounds or whatever and the designer's there Mm -hmm. and you just walk up and talk to him it was crazy i'd never seen it and then we're like okay we want to buy this and he's like well i have a deal with walmart exclusively (laughs) you only buy it it at walmart what (laughs) what Mm -hmm. am i supposed to get this game i think that's like one of the few games that probably all three of us own yeah 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 it's so unique and it's only a two-player game and i'll i'll never forget i played it with andre at his house and his wife marina was looking watching us and andre and i were like clicking like <laughs> our, our love was like crank like it was like maxed out and she's oh, like how is so this happy. happening yeah and we're just like like everything that his character wanted like my character mm-hmm. wanted so we were just like and that's such a like, random draw too yeah. that that mm-hmm. would happen it was so funny she's like what's ha- like you guys should just get married and I was like, <laughs> well that character I should marry wish. that character <laughs> i wish i wish wink. By the way, I got this new game called A Hot Affair. A Hot Affair. <laughs> Ugh, elbow, ear. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Thank you, Mark. That was interesting. That was, yeah. Yeah, was interesting. I, um, yeah, I've got something kind of fun planned for next time around. So if you guys don't subscribe, please do. Yeah, for sure. If you have ever have any questions, just email us at randomdraw at... No, wait. What is yes. it? Randomdrawpodcast Podcast. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us out. I haven't done anything on Instagram in months. Uh, Facebook or Twitter sometimes. Yep. Twitter sometimes at randomdrawpod and then Facebook uh, most of the time. The best way to interact with us is either through email or just listen to the podcast and talk out loud mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. And we get it. Yeah, the, we definitely the, hear it. And I hear problem, it. The, here's the problem with social media, guys. You guys know this as, as people who have dealt with social media. It's bad. It's, yeah, it's I a don't bad love world. being on it all the time. Here's my problem is that I've just recently, and by recently, I mean in the past few minutes, discovered that <laughs> <laughs> discovered that the Twitter handle is not taken. The Twitter handle at I thought this was Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I may need to make a Twitter for the first yeah. time in my life. <laughs> just literally go to a ton of people and yeah. don't say anything nope. else. Just right swipe or left. Yes. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe left. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so I would say that we've, as a thing, we've kind of taken a step back from social media. Yeah. Um, just because it's kind of like sucky. It's like kind of exhausting. And, and, it's, and, it's like, it, and plus, you have to deal through, you have to really jump through 
so much nonsense. So if you guys want to get in touch with us, probably your best bet is to like hit me up with a Facebook message yeah, or, or send, send an, a message, send like an send an email. email to Dan. It's the next best thing to having Dan's phone number. It really is. And Which, I, if you're interested, we'll be having on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out our Patreon. And I'll just put my phone number on there. <laughs> For $100, you can have my phone number. A month. I change it um, every month. A month. Yeah, I change it every month. So yeah. you got to keep that going. Um, yeah. We're kidding. We're never getting a Patreon. I, no, no, no. We no, all have a huge yeah, problem with locking our content behind paywalls. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> if you want to lock my phone number behind content, that's fine. <laughs> The paywall. Like we it's promise, the only thing. There's no extra you, content. Yeah, there's <laughs> no content. There's just a phone just number. number. <laughs> just a phone number. And now for something completely different. I like when we went to go buy our car. The guy gives us like the temp tags. He's mm-hmm. like, "Here's your temp tags. They expire like April 12th." And he's like, um, "The DMV's been pretty slow, so you might um, not get your new tags until after the 12th." I was like, what am I supposed to do in between then? He's like, no, no, uh, the police know they're not pulling anyone over. I was like, is that true? Or is it's that kinda... something you were just telling <laughs> me right now? Listen, as a person who was driving around at the beginning of this year with tags that expired in August of 2020, oh, yeah. it's kind of true. true. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. Because I was like, oh, this seems like a hassle. And he's like, well, if it's a big deal, we can just send you more temp tags. I was like, why don't you just default to that? Yeah. Like, why don't you just do that? Oh, man. Our DMV is giving out vaccines. Like, you can't even go through the drive through That's true. <laughs> They've got their hands full with other things right now. We're doing other (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Department of Motor Vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the DMV. That's good, right? It still works. Yeah, that's been the best. I've never ever let my tags lapse. And so every morning, like when I was driving to work, it was just so stressful. Because I'd be like, (laughs) you know, it honestly felt like I was just trying to get through like a checkpoint. Yeah. (laughs) Like through the town of Georgetown because I had to drive right past the courthouse. (laughs) You stare at it. <laughs> like a bunch of judges are going to come rolling out like, yeah, stop wave, that man with their, their gavels. gavels. Yeah, stop him. That's how judges work. That's how yeah, they work. They always sure. carry a gavel. Well, they always carry a gavel. And they can... I like that in your head, judges, like that's a to-go yeah. gavel. Yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's smaller than a regular one. Yeah, you've got your Swiss Army gavels, which is just a gavel with a bunch of tools they attached can, to it. They can automatically sense when the law's being broke. Yeah. Like, just yeah. run over. Like mm-hmm. Spidey sense, but it's, what's the law? It's a keychain gavel. Yeah. I guess... I I guess I'm totally prepped for Judge Dredd, is yeah. what I've learned. Is like I'm just prepared to be judged and executed on spot for Fair things enough. I've done. So the other day, I was in my car, and I'm backing up. And as I'm backing up, I have a like a reverse camera. So I'm looking at that. And then I go to go forward, and I look look through my main windshield, and there is a spider Ugh. of substantial size crawling like down. in or out? Inside. Oh, fun. And so I <laughs> slam it and park. I'm in the middle of the parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm obviously not going to keep going yeah so like cars are waiting for me and i'm like just a second you gotta go around (laughs) i gotta gotta resolve this i'm dealing with a thing (laughs) yeah this is an issue like my car's pretty new so i don't really have a bunch of stuff in it so i had some mail that i got and i was like all right i'll take this envelope and i Uh will smash this spider like a man Uh and so i go and i guess just give him a glancing blow and he falls directly below the driver's seat (laughs) yes oh no (laughs) well i guess i burned this car now (laughs) guess i trade the car in now I'd like to trade my car in. Where is it? It is in that parking lot <laughs> over there. Oh, it's in a spot? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. No, no, no. So there was like a... <laughs> Do I just sign the title over to the spider or what? <laughs> yeah, the spider owns the car. So I stand there in the parking lot for like probably longer than these people would have liked for sure. Just staring into my car like, oh my God, I hope I killed it. But what if I didn't? Mm-hmm. So I finally like, okay, I have to drive this car somewhere. I, I have to like, I know that I'll just forget eventually if I just drive now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I like get in and drive and no problem. 
and I'm the assistant coach for the high school golf team. And I bring clothes, and I normally like park in some parking lot, change into like illegal clothes. to do in Delaware. Did you know that? Irrelevant. Yeah, I do, all, I do it all the time <laughs> yeah, too. Irrelevant. Well, but. this whole thing's about breaking the law. Well, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I change out of my underwear. I am like butt naked in my car. Oh, nice. Because I change out of my underwear and I put compression pants on or compression shorts on because we walk a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm doing this. And lo and behold, here comes the spider crawling up the side. I am like, I am like, no bottoms right now. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God, there it is. And I'm like (laughs) frozen, just naked from the bottom down, staring at this spider. Like, please don't crawl towards me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it slowly goes and it crawls all the way. And twice I see it jump to another location. And I was like, oh boy, like... (laughs) Oh, this, this one's got up. Yeah, <laughs> this dude, like, yeah. I don't know what to do, but he eventually crawls over I got to Air the Jordan in the front seat with me. <laughs> he crawls to the other window, like the passenger side window, and I roll it down real quick. Uh-huh. And then he just stands there on like the preface, <laughs> preface. Of Were you the, like blowing on him? I, I was like, please God, go. So I get my same envelope, and I finally like, I am now like butt in the air, leaning over my car. <laughs> but I. I feel like I wouldn't have got a ticket because I would have explained the situation. Like, I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> I'm no, sorry. No, this looks like you were up to something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something yeah, way worse. Sure. <laughs> so I finally like swat him out of the car and like roll the window up as fast as possible. And then I like, you know, do the look around like, oh boy, who just got the show? <laughs> Did you, like, lock the doors? <laughs> I don't want it to be an invite. It was terrible. It, well, I'm sure. Yeah. I never had to fight a spider bottomless before. Yeah, and he probably wasn't as big as in my brain. Like, he was probably small. Here's but like, deal. If, if you're bottomless, yeah, everything's well, a lot more everything's intense. Everything's a big deal. But also... That's true. Like, like when you're on the crapper. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm so immobile. <laughs> That's right. Like, I don't want to get up no matter what because I haven't done all of my business yeah. yet. <laughs> like, or, that's, or cleaned up after the business I've right. done. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just like everything's more intense when you've got no pants. But yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it could be a very small spider, but when, it, when it's it was yeah. small. But I don't know what spiders are or are not poisonous. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Delaware, not a lot. There's the know. Black Widows. Black right? Widows. Yeah, that's pretty much all we got. I, I think. don't know. Yeah, maybe don't... this guy was an import. Except <laughs> for all the ones I've been introducing. <laughs> yeah, maybe this that's dude... my hobby. I introduce poisonous spiders to Lower Delaware. <laughs> you know, it's important, Dave. Maybe <laughs> this got to do it. Maybe this dude rolled in from Brazil in a banana crate. <laughs> now he's loose in my car. <laughs> it's like arachnophobia. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I am actually not scared of spiders. I find them fascinating. Mm-hmm. And so when I find a spider in my car, I wait until I can get it to crawl into my hand, and then I get out of the car and I. Just Gently let it crawl onto no, the floor, no, the no. ground, Mm-mm. and it's my, it's never bothered me. My first See, option is, was murder. Yeah, <laughs> this is the only option. That was the only one. I I always catch and release spiders. I try to put them if I can on my uh, back deck because I want like a real massive spider web on my back deck to catch any bugs I don't care to be there. Uh, I mean, I get it, but also, yeah. I listen, I what, don't like bugs, I don't like snakes, yeah, I don't like vermin. What I try to do is put that spider in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Send Ronald, say Ronald Reagan. No, man, I'm, I stepped all over that joke. Send him right to yeah. hell. Get yeah. Ronald Reagan my regards. Yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, water snake in the little pond in my backyard now. Oh, I hate it. I have seen yeah, him like swimming back and forth to different spots around the pond. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's because I come from Oklahoma where a lot of that stuff can kill you. Oh, yeah, I'm not concerned <laughs> well, about that. the like, Delaware water snake. Well, that's like <laughs> that's I always – we were talking about uh, 
if like we ever had to move to another country where we go and we were talking about it i was like i'd love to live in australia it's like where everything there is deadly yeah and giant like, yeah i don't want to be part big of big and dangerous yeah i decided we should go somewhere cold because the like, nether i would yeah. go to the netherlands or canada the netherlands like I will some take, nordic country I will or take canada iceland like i will take any of these places mm. but. here's the thing the tone of my skin is set up for the amount of sunlight oh yeah, yeah that one too. gets in a nordic country yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the I like I was just reading the other day about like there's the Scandinavian tradition of just coziness during the winter and I, it's got a name and I totally forget what the is name it is, being but... fat because I'll tell you right now I'm cozy during the winter yeah I've it's been... all about just being cozy I'm like a bear I've accepted like a that all year all year long <laughs> yeah yes. winter summer spring it don't matter yeah. <laughs> in the summer though I don't call it cozy anymore I no. call it oh god why it's, is it so hot in yeah, here <laughs> in the summer I'm much less cozy I'm yeah. much more like why do I sweat so much more than the normal person in the oh, summer wait. <laughs> yeah I say things like oh we have friends coming over that means I have to put on pants <laughs> Not me, not when mm-hmm. I'm spider fighting. <laughs> no, it's true. You do all your best spider That's fighting. That's not even at home, though. Drop trowel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we need to talk about jujitsu. Oh, yeah. Boy. All I right. Mean, the I'm, single I'm a, greatest movie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was number four on Netflix. Seriously? Yeah, for a while. All right. So if I you've mean, not seen this movie, oh jujitsu uh, is a... <laughs> spoilers inbound, by the way. Yeah, definite spoilers. This is a movie about jujitsu, nope, supposedly. It's not, <laughs> Um, but it's not. Yeah, I don't know I why say, they call it yeah, supposedly. I couldn't find that yeah, in the movie. It's not. The dude did an arm bar one time, and I was like, that's it? That's the yep, jujitsu movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was taught jujitsu by ancient aliens. So it's such it's a confused... bad jujitsu. Well, even it's at just... one part, like the guy's like, Oh, you karate fight these aliens, and she's like, jujitsu. Like, it's not though. <laughs> Quit like correcting people. <laughs> I, I have a theory about this movie. Okay. I think that there was a failed screenwriter who, <laughs> okay. yes, who, Deal. Was, Agree. <laughs> who was sitting one day with his, I don't know, eight-year-old son. And his eight-year-old son said, Dad, I've got an idea for a movie. And the dad said, yes, son, I will make it. I don't care what it is. We're well, making this movie. But, and then his son also wrote some of the dialogue. That's my only theory. <laughs> but the guy that wrote Princess Bride asked his daughters what he should write a book about. And one said a princess and one said a bride. But then and he that, wrote the book. <laughs> yeah, he did, not, he did not then let the children write the exactly. book. And I feel like every plot point was something that would have been like two eight-year-olds are running around with sticks on a, on a playground. Mm-hmm. And they're yelling plot points. And like, this is how we got this movie. So That's my only real theory. So here's the plot Bizarre. of jujitsu. Okay. Every six years, this alien comes through a portal and has to fight seven people. So here's what we'll do. As you There's describe the plot. Or something? Sure. No, it's seven. I'll name it's... films that we ripped off. Okay, okay. ready? Yeah, so an, <laughs> like a- so an alien comes through, right? All right, so we're talking Mortal Kombat yep. every, every six years. And yep. then he has to fight seven people. Okay, so now we're in Predator. Yeah. Uh, it... Slash Cabin in the Woods. Sure. Cabin in the Woods. That if works he too. doesn't. You've seen that movie. I have not. Though I, have, <laughs> I have been told the plot. Okay. I was like, I looked over you. I was like, I'm completely shocked that Dave knows about that movie. Nope. I assuredly have not seen yeah. that movie. Okay. I've heard that it contains blood. Oh, uh, copious blood. <laughs> so right. if this alien mm-hmm. doesn't get his seven fights of worthy opponents, who he just kills, by the way. Yeah. So six it's, people. It's not ha- like this is an honorable fight. That no, 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 like, no. You oh, have yes, no shot. You. This guy heals himself mm-hmm. almost instantly. Yeah. So almost. Almost instantly. <laughs> so if you, 
<laughs> Chekhov's so, almost, in- almost instantly healing ability. Yes. Almost. <laughs> Chekhov's gun, almost instant healing. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't get these fights, he gets cranky and he kills the whole world. <laughs> just one by one. Everybody in it. And that's the funniest part. Which like, is such a crazy like, thing. He'll kill everyone. Like, will well, he, though? Because I watched that guy shoot him with a machine gun and he seemed fine. Like, mm-hmm. just shoot him dead. Put him in a cage. Be done with it. Well, not only that, but shoot like, him into space. He's gonna kill everyone in the world one by one. I don't know if anyone's looked at how many babies we give birth to every hour. <laughs> but, but like, I think we're gonna win that fight. He's fighting <laughs> a losing. He's fighting <laughs> a losing battle. We're yeah, gonna this outpace is an him. <laughs> we're gonna outpace you. Right. Good luck, buddy. You'll be here forever. You're yeah. wasting your time. This guy clearly doesn't ha- understand how big some of the countries are. No. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome like, to China, idiot. Yeah, he's going to start walking across Mongolia. By the time he gets to, like, Europe, we've already created another 10 million people. Or China- nuked him. Yeah. yeah. Or nuked him. China's going to get rid of their one-child policy, and it'll be nine-children policy. <laughs> you are required to have as many children as possible. So so he basically gets mad. Yeah, he, he doesn't gets, get seven fights. They don't have to be good fights. Well, well and he first gets mad, guy, I assume, because it's not like he could tell us he gets mad with, I don't know, an expressive face. No, because no. he has like a mask <laughs> that for a while I was like, oh, is it because he breathes underwater? Like that's with the mask. But the mask goes see-through every once in a while, and it's a weird like gorilla face Well, it looks like a gorilla monster. What I yeah. think yeah. happened was they said, here's the deal. We're out of a budget for any sort of special effects. <laughs> yeah. so, so you may choose nine times in the movie. We blew all digital gunshots. <laughs> well, you could choose nine times in the movie where you, we will see his face. Yeah. And also two expressions. Yeah. <laughs> you are, we will program two expressions. We will show one of them up to nine times. Yep. Well, <laughs> Give me arrogant and give me annoyed. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's, that's it. (laughs) We're finally getting to the premise of this movie. I'm like, okay, so this alien's a real, like, B.A. Like, he's going to be awesome at martial arts. No, he's he's more awesome at, like, slow walking. He's slow walking (laughs) and heals himself until he gets the upper hand to kill this person. He's not even that good. Like, what's happening? No, everybody's Mm -hmm. beating him. (laughs) He just heals. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not good at martial arts. He's just good at being invincible. That's, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pretty much. That's what, they should have got someone that was awesome. Like, well, they had plenty of But here's the thing, they had, like, Tony (laughs) Jaw. That was incredible. Like, dude, I've never seen Tony Jaw look like an idiot yeah. while doing martial arts. They've had, they had so many good like martial artists in this movie. And, and then they just, also they had Nicolas Cage. They had Nicolas Cage. <laughs> who, I mean, Call Me Crazy was the best part of this movie. Oh, for sure. Well, listen, because... He played Nicolas Cage. Like, yeah. it was Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage yeah. talking about paper hats. Yep. <laughs> because Nicolas <laughs> I was like, suddenly I'm really enjoying this movie. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. Nicolas Cage has been in enough bad movies to just be able to make hay out of literally anything yeah he goes like, i know i'm a pro I yeah he's I'm like doing. no i've been in this situation i've been in this very situation before the trick is you just have to chew scenery <laughs> and be crazy <laughs> well what what shocked me about this movie is i looked up the budget it was like 25 to 30 million, million dollars where yeah. i don't understand where i assume they just gave it all to nicholas cage and then they said it's well we don't have any more money 25 million dollars in special effect gunshots <laughs> because <laughs> they weren't that's used cheaper they weren't though using, they weren't, they weren't using, using blades. that's my favorite part is that no gun ever like moves no no they're yeah. just holding it straight yeah and there's you muzzle see it, flash like, and <laughs> oh, these guys are so super strong well, half the time the bullets don't even impact anywhere and when they do there's no lasting mark unless it looks like a call of
of Duty bullet hole yeah. on a wall. Mm-hmm. So it, multiple times, like, I take that back. Call of Duty had better graphics for the bullet yeah. Call of Duty had fifty million dollar budget. Yeah, I'm not saying like digital <laughs> digital gunshots have a place. Like sure, and that place is your college student film mm-hmm. or yeah. any YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, not not this twenty five million dollar movie. <laughs> I don't know how much blanks cost, but it can't be that much. Can't I wonder if much. it's like an insurance deal. It's um, just like a whole other level of insurance to insure. You, if you could have, like, yeah. get killed, but yeah, that blank, dude from the Crow did. Yeah, Brandon Lee. But they but were he making. Did not get killed with a blank he got no. killed with a bullet but they were also <laughs> making their own blanks they weren't buying blanks well that's what blanks are just just made like regular bullets with mm-hmm. no bullet yeah yeah it's just still gunpowder you yeah. could blow up a, you can uh, pop a balloon with it yeah. if anything, i've they're, seen they're, if anything they're more intense because they actually want they want the flash yeah so like yeah blanks will mess you up they're loud <laughs> because they're yeah <laughs> this movie <laughs> Uh, oh, I a, but there's one other thing that that I think, and I don't know if it takes the cake, but it is one of the pieces of this movie that I just blew my mind with how bad it was, and that was whoever's job it was to set up the camera shots and angles. There yeah. are entire scenes where they switch back and forth between first person, yeah, huh? third person, second so person. That first fight, the first fight with the first person view. Was I was insane. like, what is this? What? And then they switch back, and they're like, we're not using that anymore like and then they switch back again it's, it's, for a short period of yeah, time it's it was so weird oh, it was yeah. like bad doom it was worse doom yeah it was worse doom <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's very apt i mean it's like somebody took um like the pr- premise of like what is that movie hardcore hank or something oh, like that oh the one where the guy where it's, it's all in first, first person, person yeah. and they're like what if we just did that for one scene what if we like that's pretty cool like what if camp- we did that for one scene but tony jaw accidentally kicked our gopro like oh man tony jaw broke the go we only have one take. This is a soap opera budget. Uh, Tony Jaw breaks into this high security yeah, Frank military Grillo. compound. Yeah, yeah, this military compound. Yeah, because like, Frank Grillo has been taken capture. No, mm-hmm. not Frank Grillo. Frank, Frank Grillo is the black haired guy. I don't who's know the other who. Guy? The, I don't know. I don't who know this any main, of these actors. You're right because Frank Grillo is like kind of the the BA who's yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah he's like in charge of the little group the, yeah yeah but I don't know who this main actor was. Not good by the way. Not, not great. <laughs> but he so I don't know he. He looked fine. I mean, he looked fine, but he's a terrible actor. <laughs> so Tony Jaw breaks into this high security camp, and like, there's four thousand dudes in this camp, and only about ten of them are shooting guns. The rest of yeah. them decide to charge directly at him, holding with, guns, with, holding Some a of gun them. or a knife or like whatever. Like, why don't just are these everybody shoot him too? By the way. No, it's supposed to be the U.S. Army because it was this army base. But it was a secret army base. It was secret. I've never Although seen. Although there was 900 dudes there. Yeah, it's a very poorly kept secret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like an open secret. It's one of those secrets we know about, we just don't talk about. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Area 51 yeah. is a secret. Yeah, it's a big secret. <laughs> Nobody knows that secret. it's there. Yeah. Nobody knows it's there or exactly where it's at. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great movie, but you definitely should watch it. You should watch it one evening while not completely sober. Yeah. I watched it in two parts. So I watched it the first part one night, but I was so tired. I was oddly enough falling asleep. <laughs> what? It didn't keep your attention. <laughs> I, I thought maybe like, oh, I'm, I've been excited about this movie for a little bit. Maybe it will keep me up, but it, it did not. No. Shocking. It didn't. I, I watched it like in one sitting and I was just like, mm. 
Yeah. I was confused. I, I felt worse and worse about it as it went on. I My, think the only reason I finished the entire movie is because I wanted to have this conversation. Well, I wanted to be able to I be a so part interested. of this we had, conversation. We had definitely talked about seeing this movie when yeah. you brought it up yeah. on the pod. Because it sounded so dumb and terrible that it's. I thought it was going to be yeah. one of those movies that was good yeah. because it was, it was so, so bad. No, it was just this bad. This is just <laughs> bad. My favorite part, so the main character is like fighting this alien, right? And he at one point just gets up and turns and runs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here And that's what caused All this trouble In the first place yeah. Because he, he, he had to get his fights he had to, he had to get his fights This dude just stands up And takes off I love it I man. respected it That's the, This is the only part Of the movie That I was like You know what That was Realism right that there was, <laughs> That was the most realistic My fa- my other favorite part There's like Little to no background On any of these characters I'm no. about to spoil Part of the movie right now Do it Just Nobody keep cares. in mind Yeah <laughs> Nobody So cares. at one point The main character uh, Nick Cage Gets killed later on In the movie And at some point They're just like Hey yeah Nick Cage was your dad. Yeah. Like, out of f- nowhere. And not only <laughs> like, that, out of nowhere, what? and then it's not even fleshed out. There's like a one throwaway scene with That's a it. kid and not Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's teaching him how to fight, but it's not even yeah, Nick yeah. Cage. It's and like supposed to be a young Nick Cage. <laughs> and that is it. I'm just like, what? I mean, and here's the deal. They don't look anything alike. No. no. They don't look anything It's so alike. obvious this dude is not Nicolas yeah. Cage younger. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back and just watch that fight scene between that guy and nick cage in the in the cave yeah, though because I mean, it's so fun it was just so funny like yeah. nick cage is a wild man and <laughs> honestly like it's probably the best fight scene yeah well because that's nick, not saying a lot nick though. cage is a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu that's by the way probably why, why i didn't yeah. realize that yep he studied under hoist gracie like oh the, like one of the greatest ever in no brazilian i had, I had yeah. not realized black that. belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu. i feel incredible. like they didn't sh- use any of it in this movie no but. and i feel like they should have maybe let him choreograph it then because you, it was well, bad he should have been at least like we can't call the movie this because <laughs> yeah there's no it's jiu-jitsu not. it's not happening <laughs> it's, it's not true it's so stupid it's been uh, a while since i watched a movie where a fight scene has left me just like checking my clock yeah, yeah just and like, this one did. None of them are good. Let me see what IMDb. What's Rotten Tomatoes got? Oh, I know it wasn't great. I'll check it. I'll, I'll open it up. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> let's do, uh, let's take a guess. What we the, think Rotten Tomatoes Rotten has. Tomatoes. I think Rotten just, yeah. Tomatoes is going to have it. It's not going to be fresh, that's for sure. It is <laughs> you not would, going you to would be. think that it's. It was, yeah. I think this movie is going to get like a like a nine. Like, like a nine percent? Yeah, 9%. like a nine percent. I, I thought you meant like out of ten. I was like, no, no, no. Nine out of a hundred. Yeah. Uh, jiu And I could use seven. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I'll say 15. 15? We yeah. both went pretty low. You guys both it was a crappy low. movie. Uh, I went consistent oh, wow. with the quality of the film. All right. Do you want the tomato meter or do you want the audience score? Uh, no, I, I want the tomato meter first. Audience score is always a little better, always. I think. So the, <laughs> <laughs> is it an outlier? So, so the tomato meter... 27%. Oh, that's way better than I expected. Based Critics on 45 basically reviews. <laughs> Critics I mean, basically love reviews. this movie. <laughs> Almost like Schindler's List, says drunk guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> More uh, color than Schindler's List. <laughs> I want to get your, what do you think the audience score was? Well, well, now I think the audience score is lower than that 23%. Or, or is it like 70? Like, does the audience secretly true. love it? Because the, audi- the only people who go to Rotten Tomatoes, a bunch of drunk high guys. <laughs> I'm going to say 4%. 4%. I'm sticking with 9. Uh, 69% of the audience. I should have gone 70. <laughs> I said 70. It's amazing. No. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over.